200 episodes. Can you believe that we've made it to 200 episodes? That's so freaking many episodes. That's 200. That's, that, that's at least. People don't live to that age. That's going, 100 plus 100. That's going to 100 and then doing 100 more. Do you yeah. remember how long it took you to count to 100 in kindergarten? When oh, a they long had you time. Do? So long double time. that. I know. That's how much. I think I was in like sixth grade before I could do that. Wow. Yeah. Sixth grade. <laughs> I told you I was. I believe by that time you've already done a lot of your multiplication tables. Too. I was humiliated. I don't tell you. Welcome everybody. Thank you for joining the show. This is podcast number two hundred. We've made it to two hundred. Let's can we get some celebration music? Celebration for two hundred. Something or something. Pump me up, baby. Uh, pump pump up stuff. Pump up pump up song here for the two hundredth episode of the podcast. Okay, I got one. I got go. one. Okay. This is like this is like exciting. Okay. This is Bill and Ted's final guitar solo. Oh, you ready yes, for this? I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. From the movie. Oh, yes. Oh. This is our 200th episode, everybody. 200 episodes. We didn't know if we'd be here, but here we are. 200 episodes in. It's been a journey. It's been fun. It's been real. This is Two- such a good song, by the way. This is really good. Like this... I better turn it down a this little bit. This is like inspiring me. I know, because it's from Bill and Ted's. It's, this is Bill and Ted's is John Wick's origin story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it really is. Oh, man. 200 episodes. Here's to another 200. Thank you so much, everybody who's here joining us live in stream. To join us live in stream, you can do so every Friday. I'm going to keep the music on. Over, over at Mixer.com <laughs> forward slash X1 Bros. That's Mixer.com forward slash X1 Bros. As always, for 200 episodes now, I am joined by the bros, the X1 Bros, first and foremost. Yeah. He is the man who doesn't currently have a tan, but he's Mr. Big Spicy. <laughs> I, I really Mark don't. Especially with these lights on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it like, totally like, like destroys... The Every perception day. of yeah. my skin color. How, how I am a ghost. Mr. Briggs Spicy. Yeah. How are you, man? Oh, yeah. I'm doing really good. It was such a busy week, but it was like mm-hmm. a good busy. Yeah. It was pay the bills busy. Oh, I understand. I know how that goes. And uh, that feels really, really good as a person that likes to not you know, person that starve. Likes to, that likes to live. <laughs> live life. <laughs> right. And I got really... Uh, I got back into Fortnite again because oh, yeah. the season three yeah. stuff came out and yeah. it is, it is sexy. It is on point. Huh? It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah. Second is Jordan, the man, Jordan Paskett here in the middle. As always, Jordan. Hello. How's life? It's good. Good. What, anything big happened to you this week? Uh, I did nothing. Well, I mean, I did stuff. Sure. But other than that, I did nothing <laughs> other than play Fortnite. You've been big into Fortnite yeah. as well, huh? I said to myself, self, I said, Hey, Hey Jordan, let's try this season thing out. Oh yeah, yeah, and then I tried it out. Oh, I and I immediately told you guys your thoughts to spend the ten bucks <laughs> if you don't already have the V bucks, right? Yeah. And I've been playing it. It's like a drug. Yeah, it is. Like it I, is. It's I, good. I man. play it. I think about it. I if I don't play it once a day, I get the shakes. Sure. It's it's fun. Start scratching. Yeah, yeah. Where's where's my Fortnite? Yeah. Last, no, it's 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 fun. Last but not least, IMX One Bros. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Fortnite, let's talk about it. Jordan, I know this is in the news, but let's talk about yeah. it right now. Well, let's, Fortnite uh, came out with two updates. Two updates. One of them, literally, you, you don't need to care about, yeah. unless you're the like two people that had client crashes. Yeah. There's one little tiny small update that just fixes some client crashes. Then there's the big update, which is season three of Fortnite. Now, you're probably thinking, Jordan, 
what's a season in Fortnite? That's exactly what I was just thinking. Let me tell you. Okay. So basically, just like any other game, there's a season with a window of opportunity to play within that season. 60 days. Well, <laughs> I think it's like 65 or 70. But it's, now, it's, a, it's a chunk. Right now, we're on day 60. Yeah. Left. So 60 what, left. what they do is during a season, they release a battle pass, right? And what this battle pass does is as you rank up within this battle pass, there's 100 tiers, so 100 ranks, essentially. You get extra rewards for ranking up. And those extra rewards are skins, gliders, uh, backpacks. And I'm just going to say it right now. I know last week I said, hey, I wish they could let me customize my characters. But you can't like actually customize your character, but the skins that they give you are pretty... They are close enough. They're some of the best com- skins I've ever seen. Yeah, comparable to Blizzard skins. And I did make fun of backpacks, and I would like to apologize as well, because those are some of the coolest backpacks also that, that I have ever that, seen. The Twitch Prime rocket backpack yeah. is pretty And sweet. when you fly down, another cosmetic, when you fly sure. down, there's the little like wind shears yep. coming off you. You can change those to flames, sparkles, whatever, oh, that's right? that's cool. Yeah, so anyway, there's all different sorts of unlocks you can get, even, which I think this is a hilarious idea, yeah. You can customize your loading screen because you can uh, unlock different loading screens. And some of the some that of them are amazing. Yeah, There's a cool. unicorn one that I've seen the unicorn one. Yeah. I cannot wait to But uh, yeah, so what what is what a season is is you rank up during the season you have so many 60 something days. But what's really cool about it and what I got into it, really got into it and I think it's kind of what brings it alive is in the season you have to rank up from tier one to tier two, all sure. the way, so on and so forth, to 100 to receive all the rewards. Yep. It's not just an experience raking up. You actually have to complete objectives. They use a star system, is what we'll call it. And yeah. each daily challenge or daily objective or different objectives you have just in your, your battle give uh, you bonus season stars. Three give you stars and bonus stars, right? So, for example, there was one objective to get three kills in Fatal Fields, which me and Mark tried to go for. Yeah, I did. I eventually got it. Oh, good. I only need one more kill there. I actually so. got it all in one round. No, what, like, very cool. I killed three people. Very good, I was, yeah. Uh, I, I popped that collar and then died a couple <laughs> seconds later, but I got him. Uh, that, that's good. And then, so when you complete that challenge, you get five stars, and then that five stars adds to your star pool, and it's like, you know, every every tier it goes up, like you need 10 stars to get from tier one to tier two, sure. to, you know, more and more and more. So it's just, it's really cool. You log in, you're like, oh, what are my dailies today? And then they even have a challenge book for battle or for the battle pass sure. season three, and it gives you, and how the challenge book is laid out, it's laid out in weeks. So you have a certain amount of, challenges that will unlock in week one and then recently this week week two just unlocked uh yeah. yesterday or the day before so this week is, two just unlocked this is what you get if you pay the v bucks or pay yes. the 10 bucks now it is ten dollars to get the battle pass and you might think oh is it worth ten dollars honestly the game is free to play if you've not you know if you're only on the battle royale side ten dollars is well worth it mm. the amount of stuff you get back in cosmetics and stuff like that is the value you you is more than the value. And what's funny $10. is if you complete everything, you get your money back. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. It gives you all the V. So it costs what? A thousand V bucks, uh-huh. which is, and I think $10, $10 is like a thousand one hundred. Right. Sure. But if you complete all the way up to tier 100, you eventually earn back your thousand V bucks that you can then spend, that you can then spend on the next season, on the next season to, or different cosmetics in the shops. They, but whoever put this system together is genius. Yeah. They yeah, hired. So this has got to be Lloyd's cousin. The idea yeah. guy, <laughs> Lloyd's cousin was just like he was on vacation everywhere and then somebody nabbed him and now Lloyd's fired and his cousin <laughs> well, Lloyd's still working for the other guys <laughs> yeah. well it's just I feel like Fortnite has the pedigree of just kind of copying other people but <laughs> when they do it they do it so good okay let me ask so let me ask you this because this was a big deal it's been all over the internet these Fortnite updates Fortnite has become huge especially just in the last I'd say two weeks oh uh just ginormous has Fortnite 
just defeated PUBG. Well, not with ju- with this update. I I, I don't. Th- well, are they on the ropes? I I'll, I'll tell you this. They're boxing. I I will be playing Fortnite because of the system and not PUBG. Mm. So I, don't, I would say yes in a way for me because I they it is so it's that carrot on a stick sensation you know yeah and it's so there's have so many challenges even if you complete it they give you another challenge book Mm -hmm. that you get tons of like if you unlock john wick john wick the scan for john wick is the last tier 100 he's tier 100 if you do it all you get him i think what they did was they listened to our show last (laughs) last week and then they were like these guys love john wick let's just throw him in it's a great idea no they they it, I mean, it w- it was live last week. Like, it had just barely gone live last week. That's why it was like I was like that. But no, like the carrot on the stick, that the star system, the XP system, the stuff you get, you get your money back well, in a way. You, you get your V bucks back, but you still pay an initial an initial ten dollars. So they're benefited. You don't have oh, yeah. to. Yeah, you don't have. Yeah. to. It's all optional. It's but you want to because of all the glorious crap you get, yeah. and yeah. it's. The well, and honestly, so Mark, good. actually, you didn't even pay 10 bucks. You actually had enough V-Bucks saved up. Yeah. I paid 10 because I only had like 500 V-Bucks. So I was like, nah, I'll just buy Yeah, I, I had V-Bucks from when I played the game before mm. so I, that I never spent. Mm. So I still, I was able to get it for free, essentially. Yeah. So as of right now, Fortnite, number one, hands down, between the two, between PUBG and Fortnite. I, I don't think PUBG's gone. I mean, I think it's always going to have its place. I think it's still up there. But honestly, I Fortnite's, I mean... They're they're playing they're serious. Start, they're yeah, starting to pull away. Yeah. Well, I know it's. I mean, right now I I'm I'm on the same train as Mark. Right now I'm playing Fortnite because of this system. Yeah. Like I good. I feel as if I have a drive. Like I go in. I'm like, oh, I got to get the dailies. I got to get tier 100. I got to get this. You know. Well, and you can. Still- well, and it's it's a time limit. So you're kind of you're almost. I mean, it's yeah. I got to do it. I got to do the daily. At least play once or twice a day. You I know. know. <laughs> and there, and all the challenge the challenges are amazing. They even have treasure map challenges. Yeah. Have you done one yet? Uh uh-uh. uh. I neither have I. I was gonna. I don't. Need, I don't know even where to start. <laughs> You have to find a treasure map on and the follow map it. and then follow it. They have they have those. They have you play a certain amount of games. You do a certain mm-hmm. amount of damage with a certain gun. They have all these things and they unlock every week. They have dailies. They have mm-hmm. actually they have an experience bar that the more you gain in levels of your experience, then it gives you more experience mm-hmm. by giving you a multiplier. It, the whole concept, it seems really complicated when you don't look at it, but it's actually very simple and it is. It is one of the best XP really carrot is. on a sticks that I've ever and p- played. Don't forget Xbox One X enhanced. Oh, yeah. oh it looks, looks really nice. good. Yes. It looks it really looks, good. The colors are bright. Oh yes, it looks it looks nice. Okay, let me ask you this: What does PUBG need to do in order to come back and take take the reins back from Fortnite? Honestly, I I think they need to because PUBG's got a good system, right? I mean, I think their RPG and their tier system with their weapons and gear is really good. You know, you get the tier one, two, and three, right? I think, honestly, what they need to do is get some type of leveling system, not just a standard one to one hundred, but something like this. You know what I mean? And up your uh, up your cosmetic, your loot boxes, your drops, your because people it shows people like that. Look at Overwatch. Look at now Fortnite. Right? People like the cosmetic Go, loot drops. You know yeah. uh, the dances you get. So you unlock dances. Oh, my emote that I unlocked. Oh, you probably got that one too. Yeah, they're they're the best dances. I they have like the old. 80s gym you know like the the 80s <laughs> what is it exercise they, video dances yeah. they have one where the guy puts an l on his face yeah. and then does like this cowboy yeah. dance it's the new teabag <laughs> it really is they they have so many good skins emotes dances and the dances are hilarious and it's really frustrating to get the l 
you know, yeah, tea bag. someone kills you. They're so funny. That is hilarious. Yeah. Well, congratulations, yeah. Epic and Fortnite, and good job. We'll see how the battle continues to play out. But, it, I mean, it just took off in the last two weeks, and it's huge. I mean, they're pulling away. When even pulling even away. Mark made the comment, how many people are playing to where we only have to wait in three-second queues any the, time of the day? The, I mean, Any time of the day. I don't know how many servers those guys have sure. up, but they have lobbies that get 100 people mm. Instantly. You find a match every two seconds. Me and Mark can't even run to each other and say hi because you're already in and out. You know, it's, they it's have quick. so many people. Now, and that's because it's a yeah. it's free. Uh, yeah, to their defense, you know, to PUBG's defense, they Fortnite is a lot more accessible to because others it's because it's free. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, that's also another reason you could say Fortnite takes an edge here. Yeah, because yeah. it's free. the audience is far well, larger larger now. It's not like oh, here's a free to play game. Like it's a good free to play game. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I don't know. It's I say it has the edge right now. It no, really I, does. I agree. I think the numbers bear that out. If you just look at what's happening, how many people are watching it, streaming it, and I mean well, just playing in it currently. And I love ginormous. I love how they're doing Chinese New Year too. So they're doing Chinese New Year, mm-hmm. right? But I just I so I think we talk about the stuff guy. I think their stuff guy just like is there and he's playing other games and he's like, Oh, Overwatch is doing Chinese New Year. Why don't you throw that in there? <laughs> <laughs> like because yeah. I feel like that's what they do, but they do it so well. Yeah, why not? Did you know on the battle royale map there is actually a little Chinese city? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's I actually forget what it's really called, Lucky place. something, or yeah, but yeah, it's it's the bottom right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's just a, for, which honestly, and that's lucky that's landing, why I got I think yeah it's lucky called. landing. That's why I got excited when PUBG came out with the new map because variety is nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having these little new zones in the map that's that's a good idea. There's nothing wrong with that. Agreed. It's the first podcast of the month the first podcast of the month of march which means it's time for our patreon giveaway we are implementing a new patreon giveaway where we give away a video game to everybody who is to and not to everybody we do a raffle to give away a, a video game to anybody who has donated three dollars or more and then to absolutely anybody whether it's a dollar or a thousand dollars we give away an x1 bros mug so a d- donate a thousand dollars get a mug yeah, that's that's how it goes. It's a good mug. No, so we have two giveaways. Uh, this month's winner of the video game giveaway gets to choose between Far Cry. Oh, yeah, five, five, number Ooh. five, of course. Monster Hunter. Oh, or For Honor. Oh, three, three fantastic games. Jordan, which one would you pick? Which one would I pick? I would do Far Cry. Far Cry. Sorry, yeah, I, 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 I know you didn't yeah, ask me. Far Cry Five, because you know it's the only one I don't have yeah. right now. Anyways, the winner of this month's Patreon video game giveaway is none other than the one and only Organic All Avenger. Right. Organic Ooh. Avenger, come on down. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations and thank you for your support. If you'd like to support us, you can do so over on x1bros.com forward slash support or patreon.com forward slash positive gaming. If everybody just donated a dollar, we'd be able to do this full time and take positive gaming to the rest of the world. Our drawing for the monthly X1 Bros positive gaming mug goes to oh, oh yeah none other oh than the one the only Mr. Robert South All Robert right. South come on yeah. down <laughs> that's a laugh I guess I did that's <laughs> uh, funny a lot of clapping in there too sorry there we go there we go thank you thank you guys so much for your support uh, we will be contacting you via email to get you the your prizes 
these days I'll figure this out. I played a lot of Monster Hunter this week, guys. Oh, uh, nice. You played a lot of Monster Hunter. I saw you, you guys jumped in and played with me. Yeah, yeah we killed uh, the Andrenath. I, I'm just really enjoying it. Oh, no, we trapped him. I'm just really enjoying that game, and especially now that I've made it to high rank. High yeah. rank. That's when the game starts. Yeah. It takes forever. You, Say, you, I'm at oh. 28 hours, and I just hit high rank, and now the game begins. That was the tutorial. Yeah, that was the tutorial It zone. took me 40 hours to get to that <laughs> point, just so you know. Yeah, but it's 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 just such a good game. The, the grinding I'm really enjoying, actually. And grinding games are hard for me, because I'm not good at focusing yeah. on the grind. Yeah. I, I get... I get knocked off my game with the grind, but this this has kept my attention, and I'm really enjoying it. So we have two clans because clans are only at fifty. We've started our second clan. If you want to get in the X One Bros clan, you got to join us over on Discord. Uh, you just go to x1bros.com, hit the Discord button, and then in the MMO section, if you just message at X One Bros, uh, I will let you know when I'm online. I have to be online. They've not yet fixed that in order to get you into the clan. Uh, we do have a second clan, and we've, we're starting to get people in that as well. So there you go. We've got some big news, everybody. Some big news. The time you've all been waiting for. Actually, we've got a big show today. It's our 200th episode. We have The Gamers are here from their YouTube right. channel, The Gamers. It's Good channel. an interview coming a little bit later. We got, we'll get to introduce you guys to them. But then we've teased it all week. We have a, a rather large announcement that we might as well. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. Just do it, right? Yeah. Do you want music to this? Yes. Do you want something sexy? I have something sexy. Uh, let's give me something sexy, but a little, a little low-toned sexy. Shaft. Shaft. Oh, here we go. Here we got Shaft, baby. So we have been working long and hard, and this is just the beginning, but we finally got it to work, and we're finally bringing it out to release. We are bringing to you guys, to the Positive Gaming community, a 24-hour stream channel. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You will be able to go over there and celebrate gaming. It is called the Positive Gaming. It's called Positive Gaming TV. Over PG at Mixer. TV. PGTV. Mixer.com forward slash positive gaming. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We are also on Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash positive gaming TV. Go and check it out. Go follow the channel. Now, this is just the beginning. What we've done, check this out. We have over 3,000 trailers that we have compiled and download and put up on a server so that we could stream these 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so that we could go and watch and just celebrate gaming. That's all that it's there for. Eventually, we'll be adding... Oh, it just ended. It just ended. Sorry. There we go. Eventually, we'll be adding <laughs> uh, more to the channel, but this is just the beginning. We wanted a way to celebrate games, to really bring uh, about positive gaming, and that is uh, PGTV. Mr. McSpicy. Yes. Uh, what are uh, you've 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 had the chance to sit in and and enjoy PGTV for the last couple of days? <laughs> what now? I've actually done because I I mean I was part of putting this together. I uh, I keep it on what I work. I have several monitors with uh, at my workstation where I work. Yeah. And I have it on one monitor the whole time, and I love it. I love having game. It's just trailers. It's just game trailers. And there are so many games that I did not realize existed. Oh, what's yeah. the what's the one the the Japanese <laughs> the VR Japanese. pheromone shooter? <laughs> That was that came up. Yeah, that came that up, and I one. was like, "Wow, Wowzers. that was gal." Okay, everybody, if you if you want to, you know, be cautious about what you uh, watch, go to Galgun VR, <laughs> and you will laugh your head off. Japanese have some crazy games. Anyways, no, it's really fun. I it's just something to have on there uh, and just get excited about games. So that's what it is. Yeah, just no. a twenty four seven game trailer channel. Yeah, all games, all systems, all everywhere. games, all systems from all times. We have no, we yeah. have we have retro game trailers in there. We will be compiling compiling and updating and keeping track of the most recent trailers every week, and it will just keep 
getting larger and larger, uh, and it's just a way to celebrate positive gaming. Like I said, this is just in its infancy. We are going to add more to this channel over time, I but we're really excited. People are starting to jump in there right now. I have yeah. the server right over there. I'm seeing people in chat there starting we go. to jump yeah. in. So. Right over here. Anyways, we're super excited. Positive gaming. It's coming, baby. It's expanding. It's growing, and it's thanks to this awesome community that we're able to do it. PGTV. Go check it out. <laughs> Tell your friends. Positive gaming television. Positive gaming television is what that stands for. And with that, let's get this show on the road. I had, to, I had to run right. <laughs> Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week. There is uh, a few good... There's actually one announcement that I just... I'm tickled over. Tickled. Ooh. We'll save that one for later. This first one, uh, Turok and Turok 2 are now available on the Xbox One. As promised last week, uh, we now have Turok and Turok 2 Seeds of Evil on Xbox One. Both visually enhanced, uh, but essentially, you know... Same game other yeah. than that, right? So very cool for that. Also, on the new backward compatibility Xbox One X enhanced list. So these are backward compatible games that have been enhanced for your experience. Now, what are these backwards compatible One games? of them is Forza Horizon, the oh, first yes. one. So Dave, oh. you can go back and give that one a play. Then you have Fable Anniversary, which uh -huh. is an enhancement of an enhancement. So, I mean, that's, that's double enhanced. And then you have the original Crackdown. No, it is. It is. That's a good time because it's 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 already enhanced because it's the anniversary. Whenever you're enhanced, that's good. And then it's enhanced again. And then when you when you double that enhancement, you know it's a good time. Crackdown, the original one. So if you get ready for Crackdown three, go back and see where it all began. And a big one, the Witcher two Assassin of Kings. So have you seen the videos on the Witcher two Enhanced Edition? That was posted in Discord. Whoa. It looks I saw really the good. side by side of yeah. it and it looks, yeah. it looks way fabulous. Yeah. Also, other Xbox One X ones, Xbox One X games that are backward compatible and enhanced, you have Oblivion, Skate 3, Halo 3, Gears of War 3, Fallout 3, and Assassin's Creed. So there's a list there and it's growing. Big list that's growing. Good so times. very, very cool. Let's talk about the box itself can, for a second. Can I mention one thing yeah. real quick? Since you mentioned Forza Horizon, we actually have a community play tomorrow. Oh, that's right. It's the Forza Horizon 3 community play. It's the first and third Saturday of every month. Tomorrow to at noon Eastern is Forza Horizon 3. I'm really excited for that one. And then on Saturday, March 17th, we're going to be doing Battlefield 1, baby. It's Saturday, March 17th, Battlefield now, 1. It's community plays, first and third now Saturday. Now, are we of throwing month. down, are we putting the foot down and saying, New maps only, or are we going to have new to maps go only? We're doing new maps like only. Apocalypse, apocalypse, yeah. And now maybe maybe pick one specific one so everybody doesn't have to buy all three of them. Yeah, well, we're doing apocalypse, apocalypse baby, okay. apocalypse, apocalypse because the we those do maps dog fighting are MBJ'd all over the place. Can you imagine dog fighting with the community? Oh, that yeah. would be a great community dog fight. So it's going to be the Battlefield One apocalypse map. So if you don't have it, jump get on it. it. You've got two weeks to get it. It's it, they're so fun. We were playing them this week. Oh my goodness, mm -hmm. those game that game does it right. But community plays tomorrow. Forza Horizon Three. Looking forward to playing with everybody. Let's do this. Yeah. All right, so moving I, on I, to I the... I made sure I had it downloaded. Oh, yes, yes, nice. So that's always Very scary. Nice. When you wake up and then you're like, like oh, oh, no, I can't minded. play with you guys. It's a mighty good game. <laughs> Yo, that's, it's a big one. That one is a big one. So moving on to the box itself, the Xbox, there's some new security features on the console, if you have not noticed. One of them I think is actually very useful, uh, getting help remembering your username. Oh. So... Some, You've some used of the, this many times, have you not? No, no, I actually know my email. <laughs> okay. password that I don't know. Oh. But, uh, 
<laughs> but uh, so some, uh, as they put on their website, some customers only know their gamer tag. So if you have trouble signing into their Microsoft account, it could be a problem because when you sign into your Microsoft account, it asks you for your email that mm. it's attached yeah. to, right? If you didn't know your email, you usually had to go call Xbox support, and you know how fun support lines can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. So they made it nice for you. What you got to do is you just hit forgot your account, and then it'll have you type in your phone number, and then you type in your phone number, and then it'll send you a verification and all that. Now, what you want to do with this, and I suggest doing this. I do it myself. Okay. I did it the other day. Go into your Microsoft account. If you don't know your email, you you might actually still have to call customer support because you don't have your phone number on file. But make sure all your stuff's up to date. Go in there, put your phone number in. I put it in. I also put in a backup email address, so I'm doubly backed up. Ooh, you're double tapped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what well, the, the worst Good thing we got to that today? <laughs> yeah, no. I'd say the worst the worst feeling in the world is like, oh shoot, I forgot my password, and then they're like, oh crap, I don't have my phone with me. Oh no worries, I can still send it to the email. Yeah, gotcha. See? Yeah. You want to have that redundancy. Yeah, I agree. The, the, double, backup the redundancy. double backup redundancy. The redundancy yeah. is good. So very cool. Uh, just new security features. Um, you can check it over out, out on either Major Nelson's website. It goes into more detail sure. or just on Xbox Absolutely. Wire. So security is always good. Also crackdown. on the console base. Crackdown bundle. This is actually a Sea of Thieves bundle. Oh, baby. Oh, crackdown. My bad. But I, but I see where you're going ah, with this. I want a crackdown bundle. There's a rumor that there will be a crackdown bundle. I'm sure I, there will I be. I just started that rumor right now. Watch it go <laughs> throughout the webs. The webosphere. I'm, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a crackdown bundle. Yeah, no, I, I um, Xbox One S, one terabyte, Sea of Thieves bundle coming out next Boom. month. It'll have Sea of Thieves. It'll also have uh, all the usual stuff. It'll have a trial for gold, Game Pass, all your typical fun stuff. So Very be nice. sure to check that out if you're looking to get a new console. So let me ask you this. So not the... Not the bundle, but you know how they come out with the special consoles. Like there was the Forza Six special console. Yeah, it's a good console. That was blue, very blue, so sexy, very blue. What? (laughs) What upcoming video games or even past video games maybe that have already released? Do you want to see as a special console? A Fortnite console. A Fortnite console, and now you want a Fortnite console, huh? Can you imagine? Like, because their art style is so crazy and fun. I mean, I mean, you saw the loading screens. Imagine that unicorn just plastered right on your box. Yeah, that's cool. That, that's cool. I want an American flag one, so I don't know. Winter Olympics? Olympics. You could do <laughs> Winter Over, Overwatch with McCree. Yeah, cool it would yeah. be, I'm a Cree Overwatch. I like my flag, you know, yeah. the American flag right there on my Xbox. Just that country. You know how they have the NFL controllers? Yeah. So you want country-specific boxes. And that would be so awesome. The chimes cool. on the buttons can be like the national theirs. anthem. Yeah, of, of each of the oh, different countries. Like a, so like a giant Maple Leaf Canadian box that's O Canada or, you know. Yeah, yeah. like or, the chimes. Or a Union Jack one that's yeah. God Save the Queen. They should come out with country Dude, flags. That would yeah. be awesome. That would be sweet. Microsoft, Actually, do you know, it. You know what they could do? You know how they have their design lab for the controller? Yeah. They should apply that to the console. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd Just, be cool. Uh, it's, all it is is a skin. I mean, you probably wouldn't make as much money because the console's 500 bucks base plus. No, but if I'm paying 500 dollars why yeah, not why not spend an extra hundred and make it look like how i want let me to customize that bad boy you i know put a what? big picture of me on it that's what i was gonna say i want one of me yeah <laughs> i want my xbox no it's too much next step my, for my designs labs is to let you upload your own much. pictures no yeah that it aren't you be screwed done. when you go to trade that in yeah you you're never trade you. that you in can't, you can't trade that in <laughs> I, I, what i used to do my bank when i was you know what in my 20s they yeah. they allowed me to put my picture on my credit oh, card yeah, I, still I currently have that whenever they would ask for id i'd be like that's me on the card that, and do you know what too. every time they say 
I don't care. I still need to see your license. Oh, see, no, most people will like chuckle and then say yes, but every once in a while they get they get really mad. Like, uh, yeah. Well, that's me on the card. How is it not my card? And one time I was with my wife at the movie theater and it was like this teenage girl and she was like, I need to see your ID. And I was like, oh, I understand. You probably that's you probably think that's Brad Pitt. It's not. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't Dude, no, she didn't I, laugh. So I, my I, wife left. I used to work at funny. a bank yeah. and like you're required by law to ask for ID. Oh, oh yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. So them. you have I to blame blame party but, uh, pooper. Dude, I did. No, I'm telling you, dude, people got pissed. Like one guy. I don't remember his name or whatever. But anyway, he comes in. I never seen him before. OK. He says, hey, I need to catch this check. And I said, hey. Hey, I need to see some I need ID. See, I need Just to like see that, some is that ID. what you? Hey, I need to cash this check. Hey, I need to see some <laughs> yeah. ID. So can I please see your ID? I said, do you want it in 20s? And he said, yeah. I said, yeah, all right. Can I see your ID? And he says, but this check is mine. And I said, no, I can see that. Just make it out to cash. I just need to see your ID. You know what he did? Hmm. He grabbed the check. He ripped it up in front of me, threw it in the trash can, drove to the other branch and tried to cash it there. Oh, was he faking it? Was he? No, uh, no, no. The the customer. Dude, the, he showed you. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, you just not only wasted a check, you just wasted gas when you could have just pulled <laughs> was your he wallet rich out. or something? I don't know. He was an older guy. They they usually get pretty mad at stuff. Oh. <laughs> I've noticed that. But uh, well, no, yeah. So the, the teller at the other branch called me and she was like, yeah, this guy came in really mad. And they knew who he was because he usually goes to that branch. And I was like, yeah, I asked for his ID and he ripped it up. And they're like, yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so yeah, dude. People, you people, should do that. You know what's funny when you go in? Is our dad is one of those people? Oh yes, yeah, I've seen him. Get, yeah, he can get angry. They'd say, uh, they'd say, "Can I see your ID, sir?" And he's like, well, "Why did you get someone that knows me?" <laughs> like he would get mad. And I'm sitting there like, and this is when I worked at the bank. I'm like, Dad, they're just doing their job. You, know? <laughs> you don't have your license in your back pocket? What is and it? he's like reaching for it all angry, you know, and throws it at him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you pull out my license. <laughs> yeah. That's, he's uh, So I get I think, it. You know, I, I, my, yeah, my dad's one of those guys. Oh, he's, very nice. Uh, yeah. What about superhero skins? That'd be cool. Oh, like a so Batman like, or a, like super, a, Superman. a Superman? Superman un- underwear, like a thong, <laughs> a red thong right on the, <laughs> no. with the yellow belt. That would be sweet. Just sweet superhero Xboxes. I just think it'd be cool to customize your Xboxes. There yeah, you I think it would be too. Moving on. So uh, Overwatch came out with a new hero, very cool hero. They came out with a little tiny, uh, uh, what would you call it, comic style uh, trailer. And then they also came out with a developer update where the man Jeff, my Jeff. man, my built, man. built my favorite expansion yeah. of Warcraft, came out, and uh, he spoke truth to the truth people. Truth of power. Dude, Jeff is the Blizzard version of Phil Spencer. Yeah, no, he, I agree He speaks that. and people listen. I agree. Yeah, he's, he's a cool guy. Anyway, I don't know how to pronounce her name. It's like Brigitte. I'm just going to call her Bridget. It's Bridget. Yeah. No, it's, it's not Bridget. It's, it's not? No, it's Br- Brigitte. So I just pronounced it, Bri- but I'm pretty sure in the trailer they no, call her Bridget. No, it's Brigitte. 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 Is it really? Like yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, people were proud of Jeff because he pron- it's German. Oh, because oh, yeah. it's Lindholm or something, right? Yeah. Last so, because it's. Uh, She's the, the daughter of Torbjorn. 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 Yeah. yeah. So people in chat on the YouTube video I watched were actually proud of Jeff for coming yeah. close to mm. pronouncing it correctly. Well, I can't pronounce it correctly, so I'm going to be that guy that just. We'll just say Bridget. I'm just going to call her Bridget. Bagot. It's, it's the English. Bill Bagel. Bagot. The English way to say it is Bridget. Yeah. That's what we'll say. Yeah, the English translation. Yeah, I'm going to call Bridget. her Bagot. <laughs> so um, very cool. She she has some cool abilities. She's, she's going to be in the support cl- uh, section, the support class. She's going to be kind of that. I don't know if you want to call her like a tank healer she's hybrid. A, she's a, she definitely but, I mean, is that, a tank hybrid. That's what hybrid. she is. Um, she, she's going to support. She. Uh, she has a shield bash for one of her abilities, which is really cool. She, well, she has, has a shield. Well, she has a shield. She has a shield. It's no Reinhardt shield, but, but it's, it's a, shield. a personal shield. It's a personal, it's a personal shield. shield. But do you know what I think uh, the perfect class to, you know, kind of describe her would be? Mm-hmm. A Templar. 
Yeah, and like yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because she's got she's got a swinging mace. Yeah, and then she does. Uh, she has the abilities that she can do a single target heal. Single Correct. target heal, and as she hits people, it heals people around her. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, she's got. Oh, what do they call it? Inspire. She has ability called Inspire. Isn't that her ult? Yes, um, her ult. Yeah, it goes out in a radius, kind of like a, a. What are the names of those people? Like a Lucio circle yeah, or exactly. a. Uh, Zenyatta yeah. orb kind of thing and what that does she gets a speed boost while doing it but doesn't it it gives you I don't know if it gives permanent you permanent armor everyone yeah, okay, around yeah, you gets permanent, permanent armor, armor. Yeah. so which is really cool but yeah she's a support character uh, it's kind of cool she looks cool by the yeah, way yeah she does she does she, I, I think they, they, they're, I think after Orissa the french fry <laughs> unicorn they they got rid of their stuff guy <laughs> yeah they got they, they fired that stuff guy he's on another game yeah so we like her yeah, yes. she seems cool. She seems like a fun. Well, her her lore is really cool. She's the son of or son. Torbjorn. I'm sorry, she's the daughter of Torbjorn. She was Reinhardt's squire. Oh, yes, like and that's that. kind of she why she has that kind of Reinhardt feel. She's got the shield. She's got that armor, but she's also got that uh, Torbjorn mechanical mind. Yeah, yeah. She's a she's really cool. What one of the reasons they made her is to counter some of the more popular people right yeah. now, which is that's Tracer Genji. She destroys those two mm-hmm. those divers. Really, why? Uh, because her bash, her shield bath, uh, stuns them. She can one shot tracer. Just wow. bash and then whip, and the tracer's gone. Mm, interesting. And she can. In, she interrupts. She's another interrupter. And she can protect with that shield. Maybe like a person behind her. They were talking about how if you're directly behind her, she can take the brunt of the damage for yeah. you and stuff. So not as big as Reinhardt's shield, but she can do a little bit. If you're in a bind. So, so. she's totally gonna change how the game is played, which is what I like about new characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the meta is going to be shaken yep. a little bit. So let's shake that tree. So do instead of nerfing players, they just add players that cancel out the OP players. Well, I mean, they'll, they the, still go. They I mean, it's a huge nerf. balancing yeah. act, right? I don't like that guy's job. So is it's it balanced? So because I know a couple of weeks ago you talked, we talked and you guys said that it, it wasn't balanced at the time that they were struggling to get it more oh, balanced. Oh, we did? I can't remember. I don't remember yeah. that either. Is it, is, it, is, is it balanced? Have they achieved It feels good. Balancing? I mean, it's, it's as balanced as you can make it. You, you gotta think, though, it's a, it's a team-based shooter, right? So certain characters are gonna dominate other characters. That's why they're there, right? So... One character is meant to counter another, another character. character. right? And that's why you have your team composition, you have your switches mid-game, you know what I mean? So it's... I, I think it's, it's as balanced as it can be right now, you know? Yeah. You don't have the Bastions taken on Tracer anymore. Yeah. Which was pretty funny. Well, there you go. That's just exciting. It's so, uh, it, it creates fresh life to the game. It does. Yeah. It does. And I love that. Very love cool. That. Uh, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg, Boom. the Halo TV miniseries that's been in production for, what, four years or so? Yeah. Uh, got a little uh, breath of life. We heard that it uh, might be starting filming uh, later this year. Soon. In the fall of 2018. The other guys... It didn't specifically say Steven Spielberg is still attached to it, but he was attached to it, and the guys that were originally attached to it are still attached to it, so we're assuming Steven Spielberg is still attached to this project. Yeah, everybody thinks that Steven Spielberg, I mean, Ready Player One is is releasing. Mm-hmm. That was his and big project. I don't now know if, uh, if you've seen, but there is a Spartan a cameo in Ready Player One trailer, along with Tracer yeah, and Shepard from Mass Effect. And don't the forget that Back to the Future car. Tekken. They have everything. Back. Dude, there's yeah. like almost every video game in there. Do you that. think that, did they have to buy rights to that? To those? No, you just change it slightly. So, yeah. It's, it's, like it's actually Tosser instead of Tracer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
Or just Tracy. Dude, just honestly, Tracy. no, I, I I mean, I bet you do, but I bet people like Blizzard are like, do it. Because, for example, you you take the South Park episode of World of Warcraft, Blizzard just gave them stuff because they thought it would be awesome. Well, you know it, what I mean? And it, I, it actually, in this case, it would add hype to your product. Mm-hmm. Uh, example, Toy Story 1. Yeah. They tried to get Barbie into it. It's, I mean, it's the first real like animation movie that ever came out. Yeah. They tried to get Barbie. Barbie shut them down hard, but Toy Story was Toy Story. Huge, huge yeah. movie. And Barbie was like, oh, shoot. That's why Barbie's in the second movie, because uh, then they went, oh, my gosh. And that's look, why, you know, they look go at those the Mr. Store. Potato Head sales just skyrocketed after Toy <laughs> yeah. Story. Yes, they did. Yeah. So. So well, same I, thing, and I bet like, I mean, same with Microsoft, right? I'm sure they're like, yeah, use use Spartans. Like, I mean, it's just. I'm sure it's cool for the company to see their characters on, you know, big screen too. So, so the, uh, their characters are going to sell. I mean, more. I, I'm yeah. I'm sure that they may have paid rights and stuff like that, but I would think a lot of some of these companies, like the you know Blizzard, because I know that with the South Park, they just gave them servers and said, "Hey, do what you want," and it's probably the best episode of South Park you've ever seen. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> it was awesome. So. Make love, not Warcraft. Yeah. Go watch that episode. And there is an achievement in the game. So okay. Halo is coming out as a TV series. I think that's awesome. I think it's mm-hmm. a game that's set up in a story, a universe that's set up well mm-hmm. for a TV series done right. The I mean, sci-fi done well, high production value. I, I think this could be huge. What other video game series would you like to see come to a Netflix special or, or a TV series like what's happening with Halo? Fortnite. How would you do Fortnite? Dude, I guess that it's was, just a, that's, it's a z- that would be a perfect anime. Okay, I could see that as an anime. I don't and just like see have it these characters. Anime. Yeah, like, I can't see that. Like, okay, are you taking the battle royale or the zombie? Oh, battle royale with a mixture of zombies. Battle royale with zombies. So Daisy. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you want to see a Daisy yeah. series? <laughs> no, I think Witcher. I think you could do Witcher. Well, Witcher's already a. I mean, it's a book. Yeah, and it's yeah. a very, it's a very good book series. Could you do Mass Effect? I think you can do Mass Effect. Oh, Mass Effect be is is big enough to Who do is absolutely. Also, Ready Player One. Do you think Halo is the best one set up for that, or do you think there are any that that I think they probably be, have the most could money. be better than than Halo as a TV series? Well, I mean, I mean, Halo is basically the the what was that Stormtroopers show? Uh, Starship Starship, Starship Troopers. Troopers. Yeah. It's basically that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Aliens come, we defend ourselves, they blow up planets, we just, you know... We defend ourselves we again. We defend ourselves. <laughs> and love our planets. Yeah. It's just a good Back formula. It's yeah. a great formula, yeah, yeah, so... Do you think Gears could would be better yeah. than Halo? Yeah, it'd definitely be a mature show. Because, I mean, StarCraft be. is the same thing. Oh, Zerg yeah. come and yeah. take over planets, yeah. and then we... That's true. And we defend that, that is, then... StarCraft is Starship Troopers. Do you prefer Zerg. the StarCraft story or the Halo story? I prefer Halo. Well, both have their benefits. There's only one Master Chief, although Jim Rayner is pretty. He's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. He's he's your, he. Imagine John Marsden. Okay. As in space. In space. That in is space who Jim Rayner is. Rainer. Well, and I know. I know you uh, were really disappointed in the Zelnaga reveal, weren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that kind of yeah, took no. it down for you a little bit, didn't it? I, I, okay, if you haven't played StarCraft, it came out like ten years ago. StarCraft Two. Yeah. So every- fat octopuses. <laughs> <laughs> the Zelnaga. It kind of. Kind of takes you off a little. Yeah, bit. I was like, "Oh, that's, uh, that's moderately good... disappointing." So Ace <laughs> of Mace in chat says he'd like to see a Dead Space series. That would be cool. Hey, that actually, game is awesome. After uh, Nine Mill said Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed because that movie I watched it off of your recommendation because you watched it on. It was the plane. good. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I it was it. really good. 
and like can we talk about it or is it yeah of course okay dude when he does the leap of faith yeah. at the end i was i i was i was <laughs> i really liked it and uh, like he broke the weird kind... he broke the animatronic animus sure and i was you asked, asked my wife i kind of yeah all right yeah. i was I, I, I was, was cool. legit i thought that movie would suck and i was impressed yeah no and well, that's, that's how actually, i went into it that, yeah. maybe that's why it worked because <laughs> yeah. our expectations were so low like, wow it was super cheesy Kinda, but I really liked how we saw other, you know, other people started appearing. Like, yeah. oh yeah, that's that's the guy from Game Three. Oh yeah, that's the. Yeah, you know, that's, oh, yeah, he's yeah, that, yeah. He's, he's, he went to America. I know that one. <laughs> yeah, I, it I, was, I hunted whales. It was it was cool. Like I, I enjoyed oh, it. I've got one uh, because someone in chat said Duke Nukem would make a great TV series. No, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein would yeah. be an awesome TV series. That would, that would that would work really well. That would be actually. so cool. The uh, the concept of Nazi Germany winning the war. Yeah, and I mean, they and there's made so movies. many different stories that you could do with it. Then strawberry you, and, shakes, and then the main characters, and just, oh, that the would crazies, be so yeah. cool. like a resistance. Also, against, Fallout would be a really cool. Yeah, nuclear as well. Post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland. Yeah. We could spend a couple seasons just building houses, you know, yeah. building your fort, <laughs> building your fort up. Yeah, having that guy come and tell you to check out the other, you the know, Minutemen. Go, the yeah. Minutemen guys. So like, the the hard part in creating going from a video game to a movie or a TV series is a lot of video games. Like think about le- like Zelda. Think about the latest Zelda. A lot of that game is you walking around exploring places. That'd mm-hmm. be a really boring movie. Like, it's just you well, traveling that's from why, uh, place to you, place. If you do it right. I mean, because yeah. Hunter x Hunter, the anime, okay. they have, like, a series of five episodes in a row <laughs> where they're just running and talking. <laughs> I kid you not, and it is actually entertaining. And you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah five episodes. It's like three or five or I don't know how many episodes, but they're seriously just running and talking. That is too And then funny. the rock music comes on. And you're like, oh, let's go to the next one. Next <laughs> episode. Oh, dang, what's going to happen? They run. They're still running. <laughs> they're like, oh. So it depends on how you do it. Anyways, I hope this is the beginning of video games going over into more storytelling via, mm-hmm. you know, the TV series slash movie medium. I mean, you you really liked, as a World of Warcraft fi- fan, you liked the World I, of Warcraft I movie. really enjoyed it. I mean, they, they, they changed some stuff, but uh, honestly, I liked it. The World of Warcraft movie? Yeah. I really liked, I really liked it. I yeah. really liked that a lot. It was good. I, uh, I honestly, I, I hope they make another one. I'm probably going to go watch it tonight now. I no, am I, too. I, I, I hope they make another one. Can we, can we call each other thank up? You, thank you, China, for putting us uh, putting us over the edge. China helped us out a lot on that one. They really did. <laughs> it, Getting uh, enough money for the... Yeah, yeah, I know. China, they skyrocket. Go China. Oh. They, they really helped us out on that one. Nine so. mil in chat says Firewatch is another one. Firewatch Ooh, be would like a drama, be a... Yeah. Ri- because it's, it's basically the game is a story. It like really the is. The game is... Although that game is a lot of walking around, but there you go. Animes do it. Yep. Why not do it in Firewatch? There you go. Well, half the game for me was trying to figure out what that girl looked like. Yeah, Remember? and see, that's the mystery. And you're like, oh, she was here. And then she, it's just her sandwich. And you're like, ah, oh, dang it. I can't and see then, what like, she looks like. And then you would flirt like. with her like, oh, that's okay. Yeah, I, know. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to see what she looked like. Yeah. Did, it, didn't you no. get that? Uh, yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Or you just cared about what the murder and stuff. I cared about on. the murder. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. I, I really just wanted to see what she looked like. That was my whole, that was my whole shtick on that one. Moving on. Cyberpunk. Anyway, yeah. So Cyber Twunk 2077 is the new game coming from... CD Project what and t- Red, which tell the world what CD Project Red. Yeah, so they said, said so the, the CD Project Red made news. makes Witcher three, Witcher three, right? So they they came out and said that Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven is more ambitious than The Witcher three. So they basically said, you remember The Witcher three? This one's a lot 
better. I think, <laughs> I think like, I've Whoa. been excited for this game for like 10 years. How and long it probably this? won't come out for another 10 years. If it's more ambitious <laughs> no, than The Witcher 3. No, I think they got I a pretty good schedule. Like, Those guys. Uh, two years ago that it was teased. Kind of maybe. announced and teased. Yeah, and maybe it, it was only last year, actually. It, I don't remember. but I'm excited for it because of their pedigree. They're, they they made my top three. So what do you think they studios. mean by more ambitious? What 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 when 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 CD Projekt Red talks about Witcher three and then they say Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven it work is more ambition than Witcher three. Uh, What's I the first know. thing that think pops of, into your head? Uh, quests, maps, yeah. But graphics. like, think of think of how good the Witcher three side quests were, and that was ambitious to take that on because I mean you gotta you gotta really put a lot of effort into those side you quests. You have to, to hire at least just just as interesting as the main quest, right? You have to hire at least like fifteen. Stuff guys. So this is yeah. this is <laughs> for those more quests. ambitious. Those aren't just fetch quests. Those are like, wow, I don't know what to do on this one. <laughs> this is uh there there were quests where I just sat back and went, Holy crap, that's a tough place so, to live. So this is more ambitious than that. So more. So you're thinking maps that. and quests. Maps, quests, probably game size. Uh, honestly, a lot of it is probably the systems and technology that they use. Cause I mean that's that's a lot of stuff. In the Witcher Three, because think think of this as like they probably have a board where there's just strings and stuff going sure. across. Because think about it, you make decision A in situation B, which affects you in situation C because of decision A that you made, right? I mean, that's fun fact. That is crazy. I mean, because I mean, how many times did you guys play the game? You're like, oh, I remember that guy. He's mad at me because of what I did in this quest, and now he's doing this to that town, and you know, that's that's so much. I mean. So maybe on the back end, it's more ambitious. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, I think Witcher with guns. That's what I and think. And futuristic. And, and futuristic you robots. Know, you know the stories are tied together. Yeah. Did you know that? This no, is Geralt's great, 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 <laughs> no. great grandson. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, no, because for mild spoilers, if you haven't played Witcher 3 or read the books, okay? Okay. Okay. Uh, Wait, and you're 100% serious here? Yes, I, I'm joke. actually very okay, serious. Okay. <laughs> the stories touch okay. each other. Okay. So Siri, if you don't, if you know her power, what oh, yeah. can she do? She can basically can control space and time. Yeah. Okay. Like little riffs. Your little yeah. riffs. So she's a she's a Hunt, you know. she can go in and out of realities. Mm -hmm. She went into Cyberpunk twenty seven seven. No. She did. No. She mentions it in one line somewhere. And so in the in the game, obviously because in know, Witcher three, it's like a it. teaser, it's like an Easter egg. I don't know if it was Witcher three. I can't remember where it was. Yeah. But she mentions very specific details about cyberpunk. It was like uh, it was something about a nuclear warhead or something or arrows that blew each other up from like continents. Mm. Wow. It was something. So they teased their new game in that game. You just blew my mind. But because, you know, she's a she can travel through yeah. realities Different and worlds and yeah. dimensions yeah. and space and time. So maybe, anyways, maybe she's the main character that you play. I'm just saying. How cool would that be? <laughs> they, those stories touch, and That's, someone can look it up online. Uh, the actual, fact check. the fact check yeah. of what I said, because I can't remember exactly what was said, but uh, I remember going. That's freaking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. A little bit back into Fortnite. Uh, with all the updates that they did, they actually came out with a new Lunatine mo mode called Solid Gold. It's only available in the team, the team squad play. But every weapon on the map is gold and legendary. So any loot box you take, you don't got to work your way up. It's just straight up legendary gold weapons. So Sweet. very cool. And very they actually cool. talked about having different events and different game modes like this. I think they talked about having five in the next so many, whoa, next so many uh, 
days or months, right? Well, so, which is really cool. They just came out with a new weapon too, part of season three, the yes, musket. The, well, and didn't they come out with the uh, crossbow? Wasn't they, that well, crossbow. recently? Wasn't that yeah. still pretty recent? I think I think the musket was this week. They just keep updating their game. It's fantastic. Dude, and that's and honestly, I mean, not not that PUBG is not updating their game, but Fortnite is just doing it at such a fast pace, and they they haven't lost steam yet. You yeah, know what I mean? No, they're just they're just gaining steam. It's yeah. starting it's starting to snowball. Yeah, absolutely. Because because so. I'm ginger and Chet says Destiny would make a great show too but it would all just be action-packed footage and you'd have to read the grimoire cards online <laughs> yeah, you'd have the, to read the lore the show plays <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's funny that's funny Next. that would be that actually might be interesting that actually might be fun because like you know how you can uh shazam some commercials yeah yeah i wonder if some parts of the show you, you could, could shazam, shazam and, and it's a grimoire pull, card you'd pull up a grimoire <laughs> card that would oh, be awesome funny. Uh, the next story and the last story of the week actually got me kind of excited. Oh, yeah. So do you guys remember yeah, a remember game this. slash show called Defiance? I liked the show. I watched season one. Yeah. That's that's all I that's watched, the, too. No, I watched all three, and they do some stuff, and it just, you know. <laughs> yeah. You just think, well, you. Why, how are you all sitting well, in the room? Well, I, rem- I remember I didn't continue on because you told me yeah, the yeah, direction I mean, that the you got to think, there's like so many writers sitting in a room. One person doesn't say, hey, guys, I think that might be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the George Lucas syndrome. Yeah, and then and Everyone's then what happens? The show gets canceled because it was stupid. But anyway, I I dive deep into this game. I, I digress. Bought, I uh, Defiance is the game, right? I, I was super excited for this one. This was before Destiny, you know, was even announced, sure. right? So this is like a a, a shooter MMO, right? Two yeah. of my favorite genres, shooter and MMO. And I'm thinking, oh, man, and then there's a TV show going with it on the sci-fi channel. So it's big budget stuff, you know? Wasn't this one of the first MMOs on consoles, too? Yes. Yeah, on the 360 and the PlayStation, in addition to the PC as well. Yeah. So I went and I, I watched every week. I watched the show. And then I did like the epic. And the show and the, the, show and the game crossed over sometimes. Crossed, so you're yeah. just like, oh, my, it's, it was blowing Whoa, your mind, right? Is, yeah. yeah. I know that guy. And then I, I went and bought like the super, you know, $200 edition, right? Which I still have, which is still pretty cool. But I was super into this game. But the problem with the game is it had all this great stuff, but it just, for some reason, it just didn't, it wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like, they had all these great features, all this cool stuff, all this ambition, but for some reason, it just didn't, it didn't hold you. And it kind of, I that's I kind of got a little disappointed and fell off, and then it went free to play and stuff like that. But, and then the show kind of slowly. You did get a good statue out of this. I did get a good statue of a hell bug, right? Yeah. But uh, it was it was really cool and really exciting, and then, what they're doing now is there's Defiance, they're calling it Defiance 2050. And what it is, it's a it's going to probably come out this summer with a closed beta coming soon. But they say it's a ground up, like from the ground up, new experience Rebuild. for Defiance. Yeah. So is, it, is it a whole new game? Or so is it's, it just... it's I think it's going to be the same game. I think there's going to be a lot of heavy changes. Okay. But uh, the base game is still the same you know, still there, right? Essentially, right? But they're, from what it sounds like, they're they're changing the leveling system, the loot system, uh, all different types of systems, probably a graphical upgrade, stuff like that, right? Um, biggest announcement is it's coming to the Xbox One, so it'll be on current consoles. And they said Defiance 2050, which is the new version of the game, is also being built from the ground up as a free-to-play game. Very so cool. it'll be free-to-play. You can okay. download. Now, how they do their free-to-play model will be interesting. But uh, I'm I'm really excited to see where they go and maybe they're read because like I said it had so many cool features at the time but there's just there was something there that just kept it from exploding to greatness you know yeah so it'll be interesting to see all their new builds and what they do because uh, I think this game can do it I mean it it was almost there already 
Yeah. So it'll be exciting for it coming to the Xbox One. Closed beta coming soon. You can go to the website Defiance uh, 2050 and sign up. But uh, they're looking at a summer release. So let me ask you this, Jordan. Are we excited for Defiance coming to the Xbox One? I am. This, this game... I don't want to say started dynamic events, but made them cool. Because you know how in Guild Wars you'd have your big monsters? This game did that before Guild Wars. I'm pretty sure it did anyway. You'd have big monsters, and they called they were called Were they like falls, world right? events? Yeah, big world events where the okay. server would come together and be like, oh, yeah. Get so what, yeah. what do they need to tweak a little bit for you to just really dive in? Dude, that's the thing. I, I don't know what it was. Like, it, it wasn't... Well, I mean... I mean, Destiny I, did it, right? I gotta say, for me... The carrot on the stick wasn't there as strong as no, your no, general you're right, you're MMO. Right, yeah. You get your mount within five minutes of the game. And, the, and they had mounts in the version of like cars and vehicles, cars, correct? Yeah. Four wheelers, yeah. yeah. Or AT, I don't know, ATVs or something you sit on and ride. Maybe yeah. making the world a little <laughs> bit bigger. Um, I Graphic Killer brings up a good point. The campaign story should be a little bit stronger. Side quests, maybe a little bit stronger. Like, ever, like they had all these, all the ideas worked, but it just wasn't there you know yeah. what i mean it was just it was it was close but not quite there and then you know you got games like destiny that came out that that do it right you know so do you do think uh, you think they you think they can do it coming back to the xbox one and, and really i think they can you? and i a lot of speculation is they're seeing how well games like destiny are doing and they, they want to jump back in and, and take a piece of that pie right well, and if if you make it just as fun as destiny you are as a free-to-play model i mean you're you're, you're in business you're right and pretty yeah as a warframe model yeah, there you go. It's a Warframe <laughs> model. Yeah, that those that that's that's exciting. Those are the biggest stories. Yeah, of, so I got really excited about that. There you go. If you watch the show, just watch season one. Absolutely, we have <laughs> we have the gamers. These are a great bunch of gentlemen, very talented. We had the opportunity to interview them this week, and we're bringing that interview to you live now. Enjoy. Get super super great bunch of guys. Here we go. I'd like to welcome to the show uh, two very talented gentlemen uh, from Gamers, Gamers.com, the Gamers YouTube channel that's Gamers with a V, so G-V-M-E-R-S. Uh, they are Eilert and Alexander. They make video game documentaries. Their YouTube channel is dedicated to making video game documentaries. Thank you for being on the show, guys, and, and welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having us. So let's let's start let's start we'll first start with Eilert, uh and then we'll go to Alexander. Why don't you guys just take a minute to introduce yourselves? Uh maybe explain a little bit uh your gaming background and and your interests and how you got started doing this. Um let's start with Eilert. So my name is Eilert. I've been um making videos ever since 2006 really. I started making Battlefield 2, Battlefront 2, machinima videos really and that's how i really got into gaming um it will, that's my gaming knowledge really uh i've uh i love rts games i love fps games rpgs um and uh I, I always wanted to make informative gaming videos and that's how i uh how how gamers was born really <laughs> very, very cool so you said rts real quick what's your favorite rts game oh, command and conquer of course oh man and that's the video that 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 discovered me to you guys that hooked me <laughs> oh i could i could tell the passion was there in that video very cool thank you thank you You're alexander alexander how about yourself yeah so um i mean in terms of my gaming history i kind of started out uh weaned in the school of nintendo so to speak and ever since then, like a lot of my gaming history has been sort of defined by platforming games, sort of games 
uh, of like in the Nintendo style. Uh, slowly but surely, as I grew up, I was sort of weaned off of Nintendo, and I was sort of explored, uh, exposed to a larger ecosystem of you know other titles from its competitors. And I've always been interested in kind of like very kind of informative, uh, you know, gaming uh, sort of like pieces, videos, whatnot. However, uh, unlike Eilert, I didn't really get into the YouTube scene until very, very recently. Uh, I did sort of like maintain a blog where I could would uh, sort of write my thoughts on the industry and on individual games I played. Uh, and then at a certain point, I was like, you know what, I kind of want to do this a little bit more professionally. So I reached out to a couple of websites, uh, sort of smaller, like blogs and whatnot that were looking for talent. And I said, hey, let me write for you. Uh, one of these gaming vlogs was called Pardon the Gamer. And it, it's funny, when I originally started writing for them, I started writing these ridiculous joke articles, like uh, five games that Pineapple doesn't belong on. Like it was like this weird <laughs> uh, rip off of the whole like Pineapple doesn't belong on pizza kind of trend that was going yeah. on on the internet. And then randomly, I decided I'm going to write uh, a serious piece on my thoughts on what we can expect out of Metroid Prime 4, which, uh, you know, we may see this year, we may not. And apparently that caught the attention of Eiler. And he's like, hey, do you want to write for our channel? And I'm like, sure, I'll, uh, why not? And that grew from a thing of me being like, I'm just going to do this once or twice, uh, you know, to because I, it's something fun and that enjoyable for me to do to me kind of playing a pretty significant role in the direction of the channel. Very cool. Very cool. It's so interesting how people uh, come together to, to make amazing content like you guys do. So Eilert, why don't you just give everybody a real cool, quick rundown of what the channel is, what it's about, and what your guys' goals are as, as a channel? Well, sure. I mean, uh, our first and foremost goal is uh, to deliver... Uh, interesting, informative uh, gaming videos. Uh, I think that uh, what makes our channel really unique is the fact that we cover games that people wouldn't usually discover on their own. And I'm specifically referring to the, the cancelled games we discuss. Um, we've gotten so many comments from people who didn't know that Rainbow Six Patriots uh, existed at a point in time, or that you know, Star Wars 1313 was everything, or that it got cancelled. And I think, you know, that the fact that we approach games in such a professional manner, you know, um, I, I, I think that really makes us unique. And, um, uh, and that's what our channel is really about, covering these, these uh, games that you know, never existed really or, that, or great franchises that have uh, met their, their mice. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's uh, something you you mentioned uh just a, a quality documentary style i mean you i feel like i'm watching the history channel but for video <laughs> games right and that that's it's so interesting i feel like i'm learning something that i had no idea about for instance and i'm an idiot so so this might not be news to everybody but uh, on your medal of honor i didn't know that steven spielberg did that that i i had no idea you know but i i had grown up with with the medal of honor allied and then you know obviously mm -hmm. call of duty went to into world war ii af after that and so stuff like that is just so interesting absolutely and it's like uh, you you make these videos and you start to discover all these interesting stories right i mean it, it comes naturally when you when you um approach a subject uh you start to discover all these things and that's that's what really makes our work uh worthwhile the fact that you can also uh, learn uh you know by by making new videos and that's totally awesome that's why i love this channel really 
Um, something I want to add to that uh, to get just, uh, a touch serious for a second is that uh, in addition to learning all these like really fascinating, cool stories like, oh, Steven Spielberg was involved, um, is the fact that oftentimes when you have these franchises that were canceled or abandoned or video games that were canceled or whatever, um, you tend to have a lot of, I would say, like hyperbole uh, kind of uh, surrounding them because people's emotions are very high. The developers whose project uh, was just canceled are very kind of like sad and emotional about it. Uh, people who wanted to see it be realized, you know, are very sort of frustrated. And as a result, sort of like the truth uh, tends to get lost or sort of get distorted. And I'd say that one of the kind of like advantages to our channel is we have an opportunity to be like, okay, a few years have passed, the dust has settled. We're all a little bit more calm now. Now let's actually, you know, go back into these franchises and have a kind of calm, rational discussion about what happened. And, you know, maybe sometimes uh, it was as extreme and as bad as some people described in the case of reasons why video games were canceled or whatnot. But more often than not, it's a little bit more mundane. But I s still would say that that mundanity uh, is better than sort of us following sort of like a misconception of what happened. Sure. Now, on that note, is there a story in particular that stands out uh, from the rest where when when a video game was first canceled or, or a studio went under, uh, the storyline went a certain way, but a few years have passed. And as you guys look through it, you find maybe that that's, you know, what was being said is not necessarily the truth. Is there a particular story that stands out that that, that falls into that category? Yeah. Uh... I mean, uh, right off the bat, I guess what comes to mind for me, because it's a franchise that I care a lot about, is uh, Resistance. Uh, this is a PlayStation 3 series of uh, first-person shooters set in a sort of post-apocalyptic 1950s uh, version of Earth. And I think that at the time of that franchise's demise, a lot of people attributed blame on the Resistance uh, PlayStation Vita title, Resistance Burning Skies, for not really bringing home the bacon, not really being a huge commercial success. But when you actually look through the history of that franchise, there is sort of like a very clear like rise and then kind of decline as a result of some decisions that were made over the course of the franchise that weren't, I wouldn't even call them bad decisions. They were decisions that the people making the Resistance franchise couldn't have sort of foreseen the consequences of. And eventually those consequences caught up with the franchise and it just sort of it was no longer viable to kind of continue working on it. Hmm. Is there any, is there anyone that sticks out to you? I alert. Um, I'd say uh, our most, one of our most interesting stories is probably six days in Fallujah for me. Um, mostly because it was uh, the, the uh, controversy surrounding it. The fact that um, Marines, the, the, the people who were actually uh, participating in the war, uh, really wanted to see this game made, and the fact that it actually uh, was canceled due to um, uh, controversy from uh, civilians—it's—it's it's really interesting to see how that how that worked out, and uh, and I really like the way we approached that video. So I'd say Six Days in Fallujah is probably my one of my favorite stories. Interesting, excellent. Is there? Let's let's go through how do you guys as a team and, and obviously Steve is your narrator and everybody Steve has got the voice that is amazing like an amazing narrator's voice just blows my mind. Uh, let, let's just go through 
uh, how do you guys decide on what stories to tell? Uh, do you just throw a dart at the wall and say, hey, where what happened to Donkey Kong? Let's go, let's go do a story on Donkey Kong. Or is it more one of you has has an interest or a passion about a certain game or a certain series, and that's the direction you go? Um, so I mean, I think I would just start off by saying that. Uh, and generally, we tend to sort of restrict ourselves towards a kind of specific time frame in terms of the games that we cover, at least right now. We're kind of interested in that sort of nebulous period between what you would call retro games and I would say sort of modern games that have come out in the past uh, few years. So the sort of like GameCube, PS2, uh, Xbox 360, PS3 era. And uh, you brought up the example of Donkey Kong. I don't know that that would be necessarily a franchise we would cover because, I've, as I'm sure Eilert will get more into, uh, we tend to focus more exclusively on games that have where a lot of time has passed since you've had much activity with them. Correct. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, we tend to focus more on the uh, seventh uh, generation of console games right now. And I think that's where we kind of find our sweet spot of franchises and games where uh, they've aged, but not too much that they have been necessarily forgotten. And sure. I think uh, I think that's what, you know, that, that's what uh, what our sweet spot really is. Right now. So how do you, how do you guys decide on what game, what game to come? Like your next project, for instance, how do you guys come to a consensus? Hey, look, guys, let's, let's do this game. Um, well, for, I think for Alexander, it's, it's, uh, we both approach uh, a franchise. Um, we talk about it, and it, it really comes down to if it is it interesting enough to cover, and does Alexander really want to do the effort of uh, playing through an entire franchise, uh, such as Crisis? I mean, that's uh, one of our next videos, the Rise and Fall of Crisis, and um, it's up to Alexander if he if he thinks that franchise is worth playing through. Yeah, now I mean to be. Uh, sorry, I just want to say quickly that just because uh, a franchise is not something that I'm interested in doesn't uh, remove it from the docket entirely. We, you know, we kind of have other people who we work with who ha are more experienced in certain other franchises or genres than I am, and we'll definitely kind of work with them uh, to sort of produce projects if it's not something that I'm uh, immensely experienced in or interested in. Sure. And I forgot to mention, sorry, at the beginning of the show. So Alexander, everybody, is the writer for the show. Uh, Eilert is the director. He puts together all the videos, uh, to my understanding. Correct me if I'm wrong there, guys. Uh, but that's that's how it works. And then Steve is the, is the narrator who wasn't able to join us today. Uh, it, Alexander, do you play through? Eilert just mentioned you play through. You play through an entire franchise before writing uh, about it or while during the writing process? Uh, I mean, uh, I do, I definitely try to do as much as I can. Uh, and uh, in, yeah, in the case of the Resistance franchise, I kind of like, I went back to and sort of revisited certain games I previously played as much as was necessary. And yeah, with Crisis right now, which uh, we're working on and which people can eventually expect to hear us talk about in the future, I'm playing through the, all of that as well. And it's, it's um, this... Uh, it's something we're totally committed to with every video that we do. And I can say that it's going to be interesting in the future because there's a couple of franchises on the docket that we're looking at tackling after this, uh, such as Lost Planet, for example, where um, in that franchise, um, one of the sort of like most acclaimed game in the series was a title called X Troopers, which was only released in Japan. Mm -hmm. And I'm 
th that's something that we're going to have to kind of like resolve when we get to it. But I'm uh, I'm absolutely interested in sort of like you know going through and playing as much of the franchise as possible, even if it's titles that people didn't previously enjoy or experience. Because I'm interested in getting a grasp on the full narrative of the series. Yeah. Very cool. What has been the most challenging story for you guys to tell so far? Mm, man, that's a good one. Um, I mean, that's that's really for you, Alexander, to uh, to answer because you're the one writing the scripts. I mean, I one of my biggest struggles is um, I think uh, we have Steve on the on the, on the line. Oh, yeah, oh, we do. perfect. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome, welcome, Steve. Uh, you, so, ha so happy you could make it. Sorry if, if you know, if you had to to rush through, jump through hoops to get here, but we're glad you got here. No problem at all. My pleasure. Uh, so let we'll just we'll just continue from the top here. We were just sure. talking about the most challenging story for you guys to tell, and then we'll come back and and have you introduce yourself. Steve. Okay, great. Yeah, correct. Um, as I was saying, uh, one of my biggest struggles as an editor is sometimes the fact that with cancelled games, there really isn't uh, much footage to work with. So in the case of Six Days in Fallujah, for example, I've only had like two or three minutes of, of video that I had to make a, uh, a video of 12 minutes in runtime out of. So um, for me, those are so the this is the guy in the Netherlands that I do the work for, as an editor. and that's his writer. <laughs> Are you on the oh, phone call? I'm on. They're going to get back. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, continue. Continue, Alex. So, uh, so, so, no, that, that's where my story really ends. That, for me, that is one of the biggest challenges, but uh, I cannot speak for Alexander sure. in, in terms of uh, the uh, the investigation that's going on. Yeah, Alex Alexander, how about you? What, what has been the biggest story or challenging story to, to tell, most challenging story for you to tell so far? To be honest, I feel like this question would almost be better you were to ask me maybe a year from now because while i've had a lot of experience working with gamers i i don't know that i quite have had the legacy with them yet to have a really really good story i will say there are definitely a couple of instances where uh, i've been playing through this uh game and it's been like i just th this there's a pain point here that is killing me and i just need to get through this they don't have a particular i wouldn't be playing it by didn't have to write this video, but well, I guess I just have to power through it. Um, I'll say more generally, I have sometimes struggled in uh, kind of like uh, the sort of denouement in our videos where I talk about sort of like what happened to the franchise, why it was canceled, because that's sort of the prickly part of the script. That's the part where uh, you want to be careful that you don't go overboard or that you don't paint or depict that people as being monsters or stupid like i said earlier i want uh things to be given sort of a fair shake and for us to kind of be able to look back more fairly on franchises after the dust has settled so that part of writing the script at the very least has always been i'd say the most challenging for me interesting let's let's bring steve in here steve uh why don't you take a minute to just steve you're the the narrator for um for the show for all the the series what what have you found to be the most interesting story that you've had the opportunity to narrate so far um well the biggest challenge before i answer that question sure. is not is not making mistakes and trying to read some of the names of some of the characters <laughs> or the or the fictitious places because if i do oh boy there's hell to pay oh yeah I but can um but uh that's really kind of tough to say because every one of these has been such a 
a treat to work on because I've I've been working with Alert for for a few years back in the Gamer Spawn days, um, and always found it uh, you know he has really interesting ideas and he seems to be an amazing director. And now with with uh, the writing team we have now with Alex, it's just every day is like a, a new challenge. So kind of to piggyback on what what Alex just said about ask me in a year, I kind of have to say the same thing. I think. Sure. And 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 Steve, what, uh, how how did you get started with gamers? What's what's your backstory there? Well, the truth is, I'm a I'm a composer. I was writing music for television and found myself in a bit of a creative lull. And people had always thought I should be in radio, and I never really gave it much much attention. And then I felt myself kind of bored, and I said, "Well, I have a microphone. Let me see if I can do this." And it took me about six months of stumbling around and. And slowly but surely, things started to, to open up, and the guys from uh, from Gamerspawn contacted me, and I began to do a little bit of work and a little bit more work. And then somebody from EA contacted me because they found me on their site, and I did some work for for Dice. And so it's just been a snowball effect, and it's it's been really um, it, it's making the music kind of take a back seat, which is fine sure. with me because I'm really having a good a good time. Yeah, I, I can. So what did you do for Dice, if you don't mind me asking? I did a couple of the Battlefield Play for Free promos and okay. also something for, um, I think it was Battlefield 3. They had some kind of a special commemorative limited edition game that they wanted me to do some, a couple of lines for. And, and they sent me a really cool gift boxed uh, special edition disc of the game, which is really sweet. So, oh, that is yeah. cool. Yeah. So, so before you, you did music, uh, you were a composer before I did music. Were you much of a gamer or has this kind of got you into gaming? Well, I still have my Atari 2600 with combat somewhere. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I have, but but not to the extent that, that most people that, that really appreciate what these guys put into the channel because, I mean, it, it's easy enough for, for a person to kind of read a script and, and try to make it sound, you know, interesting. But really, between uh, between these two guys, th that's really the cream of the crop. And and I learn more every day just, just by working with them. And, and uh, I've... I've gotten some other friends now involved in some of the video games that I've been, you know, narrating for these guys, and and it's opening up their eyes to new, to new games they probably would have never even considered playing before. So it's a win-win. Yeah, no, absolutely. So your guys's new Rise and Fall series, and and let's start with Eiler on this question, and then uh, Alexander, you can chime in as well. Um, the Rise and Fall series. I know that in 2018, you you guys mentioned on your channel that that's kind of the focus where you want to go next. Uh, is there, it, as you've seen games, you know, hit their peak and then collapse and fall and kind of just fizzle out, disappear? Is there a common theme that you see as you go through these, uh, or are they? Is every story just completely different? Well, it really depends on the game. Absolutely, um, I think there are parallels to be drawn, uh, sort of with like uh, how Crisis compares to Resistance, where you have a the first game does its own thing, then the second one tries to cater towards a large audience and in the process kind of loses its, its identity. And then the third game tries to, to uh, cater towards the demographic of the first game again. So there are definitely parallels to be drawn and, and uh, references to be made, but I think with every game comes a unique story. And I think Alexander does a really good job of, of telling that story, um, diving really into what what uh, the problems of a certain franchise were and why that caused it to be uh, to be uh, uh, to have fallen down. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, thinking back to all the projects that I've written about, 
there really uh, isn't like that much of a through line. Uh, either kind of said it right. Uh, in both crisis and in resistance, there is this commonality of both franchises try to do this thing that was, um, you know, not necessarily appealing too much to the mainstream, and then they went a little bit more mainstream, and then that kind of had uh, repercussions later on down the line. But uh, even there, there are kind of like uh, differences between the two franchises, which I'll get to more in sort of the crisis video. Uh, so yeah, uh, right now, right off the top of my head is, you know, every franchise kind of has its own story. Sure. So, uh, so just talking crisis, I just thought of this crisis at its time was known for pushing the, the, the boundaries of graphics. I mean, the, I remember the, and the physics engine, you could stack up all those barrels and then knock it down and it would crash computers. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, I, as, as you go through and tell these stories, do you find that the more successful games are always pushing the limits of graphics or is it, or, and, and that's maybe the most important thing to, to some of these games, or is it, is it, the stories and the storytelling that the games have. Uh, I'd say it's a it's a combination of both, but I think one of the most important factors is absolutely gameplay. But as you start looking towards these uh, towards the later games, uh, especially in the FPS uh, genre, you see uh, this trend of multiplayer becoming a key uh, aspect to franchise survival. And certain franchises that have not utilized their multiplayer uh, gameplay, such as Resistance, for example, or Crisis, uh, were really left behind as games like Call of Duty and, and Battlefield, uh, you know, took the took the crown, mm. became more popular. Yeah, I would definitely agree. Uh, in all the franchises that we've discussed, definitely the ones that kind of had uh, sort of the longest tail before kind of shuddering are the ones that had um a strong sort of emphasis on gameplay not necessarily so much on story um yeah i mean uh when i think about it like the one franchise that we've talked about that where the story is like really a massive major component of it and you know that franchise is kind of fizzled out is uh metal gear uh metal gear and um uh, that franchise had a very very strange very unusual um story in terms of how that uh, you know franchise kind of you know petered out so uh yeah i i would i guess i would say that yeah it, ultimately the ones that last the most are the ones that have a sort of solid sort of uh, uh gameplay concept built around them and in terms of story uh i don't necessarily think that that's as much of a factor as one I mean, if a, if a game is is fun to play, it's fun to play, right? I mean, and that's probably why that's you probably hit the nail on the head there. Uh, speaking, uh, can we just stay on Metal Gear Solid real quick before we get to our last question here? With Met the latest Metal Gear Solid, I really enjoyed. Do you do you see it making a comeback at all? Do you see that, or do you see it just kind of going away again? Uh, Eiler, what do you think? Hey, uh, I have to admit, I'm not really that much uh, of a Metal Gear gamer, so I think okay. this question is more for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so as kind of the Metal Gear guy, I mean, uh, like the way I see it, the only way that Metal Gear Solid can come back again is if they kind of get another Hideo Kojima. And what I mean by that mm -hmm. is another auteur-esque kind of person in the industry a big name, like, and I'm not saying that this would happen because he would not be interested in it, but like a Ken Levine, for example. I mean, like, hey, we want you to work on our next Metal Gear Solid game. 
But I just don't think that that's going to happen because uh, I think that Konami has burned so many bridges at this point that it, it's unlikely to uh, occur. I, I do think that this isn't the end of the Metal Gear Solid saga. I think that there will be more in the future, but I think that a Metal Gear Solid game that, you know, has sort of like the heart uh, of one through five um, is probably a little ways off. I think that we're going to have to see significant sort of changes in Konami and in its sort of stance towards the franchise uh, to change if we're ever going to want to get a Metal Gear game like that again. How long before you guys get into telling the stories of the current generation games? So I'm just thinking off the top of my head, Xbox One has a game, Rise, Son of Rome, that already the, there's no announcement for a second one. Maybe eventually there is a second one, but as of right now, it seems like that series and franchise is done. How long do you guys think till you guys start talking current generation? Well, we have definitely thought about the uh, the idea of uh, taking on these one-off franchises or one-off games, uh, such as Rise on of Rome or Mag, a massive action game on the PlayStation 3, where there was really only one game and they've never really gotten a sequel. Um, but in terms of the current generation, it really depends. I think we have to look five years or 10 years into the future and see where the franchise in question um, has landed and, and if it's if it has been continued at all. So that's really the key factor for us. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, one of the projects that we have discussed doing is Silent Hills, which is technically part of this uh, console generation a little sure. bit earlier on. Uh, although that game is a very kind of strange, nebulous, you know, canceled game. Uh, I, I don't think that a lot of people typically sort of talk about it in the same way that they talk about uh, some of the other games from this generation. Um, yeah, I, I think it's it's all a matter of what project we're currently working on. If there is, in fact, a uh, opportunity to talk about the current console generation, if it relates to this current console generation and uh time there will be a, a time eventually where i think talking about rise son of rome will uh make more sense than i think it does now yeah no abs absolutely steve let, let's go to you so so our podcast <laughs> we talk about we talk a lot about uh we're, we're a positive gaming podcast so we talk a lot about balancing your life and gaming and every couple of weeks we get a question uh how do you guys balance your life and gaming how do you guys balance podcasting and gaming how do you balance all these projects you're working on on gaming. So I, I, I'd like to get your input on that, Steve. How do you balance all of the work you have and then your hobbies, whether that be gaming or, or whatnot? How, how do you balance life? Well, I first balance life by just appreciating the abundance that I have in my life of all, mm -hmm. all things, good and bad, but mostly good, um, starting with family, of course. But um, I, I've being an only child, I found many times throughout my life, I spend way more time, you know, in the zone than I probably should. And I occasionally get the knock on the door saying, hey, come have something to eat, or it's time for this or time for that. So I do struggle when I get into the into that zone of something that I truly enjoy. But uh, um, just getting back to prioritizing the things that are really important, you know, family, health, uh, all that good stuff. But um, so far, I've been able to, to make it work. <laughs> yeah, no, and if you, you, I mean, you, you have quite a impressive resume for, from, I mean, you've been uh, a composer, now you're doing narrating, you've done it for major video game companies, you're doing it for an amazing YouTube channel that that is taking yeah. off here. Uh, what is your advice to people who want to get into creating 
whether that be do they want to create video games, they want to create video game content, podcasts, YouTube channels, anything like that. What is your advice that you have for them? Uh, consistency. I mean, as I said early on in our discussion here, you know, when I got into this, I, I said, I have a microphone, I'm going to try to use it. And mm -hmm. for, for six months, nothing happened. I just kept spinning my wheels. But it, in hindsight, there was a lot happening. I was learning how to how to do this. It's not just a matter of, of talking into a microphone. There's a little bit more to it than that. But just, you know, pre just stick with, with what you enjoy. If you really enjoy doing it, then uh, don't stop. And at the end of the day, if it sounds good, it is good. Yeah. So, no, great, yeah. great advice. Alexander, how about you? How do you balance life and gaming? It, it's been difficult the past uh, several months. Um, I, there is uh, a lot of uh, work in my life that I've had to deal with outside of uh, my sort of work at Gamers. And um, honestly, and I, I realize this isn't uh, a, a great answer for somebody looking for a kind of like, uh, you know, uh, sort of global directive that they can apply to their daily lives. But it, day by day, day by day, I kind of figure out what works uh, best for me. And I sort of like try to do my best. And it's worked out for me for the past uh, six months or so that uh, I've had a, uh, a lot of work going on. But uh, we'll see where I am two weeks from now. <laughs> Excellent. I learned, uh, last but not least, uh, where you, so your next project is crisis. Yes. correct. That is super exciting. Is there, I mean, is that, is, is there a release date schedule that you could give people or is it just, uh, when it happens, it happens. Uh, we cannot, we, we do not have a release date just yet, but, um, we are working very hard on it and, um, We'll probably have it released within within this month, I hope, within March. So. Perfect. And if people would like to support the channel, support the show, where can they find you guys? Uh, any uh, social media, Discord, stuff like that? Um, you, you can find us on YouTube.com slash gamers. That's gamers with a V instead of an A. And if you'd like to uh, show your support to the channel directly, you can also support us on Patreon, which is also patreon.com slash gamers. With an uh, with a V instead of an A. That's that's it. They are uh, I alert Steve and Alexander from Gamers, the amazing, awesome history <laughs> YouTube channel. I could not recommend them more. Please go check them out. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, go check them out. That is the Gamers. I think they are creating such high-quality content oh, yeah. on YouTube. They're kind of historians of gaming and game developers and the stories behind games that we've not seen. Definitely go check them out. A great bunch of guys, incredibly talented. Superb quality. Like yeah. this is uh this is history channel I would say better than history channel. This yeah. is this is uh network quality stuff they produce and it's it's super fascinating. Super Absolutely. Fascinating. Absolutely. And that brings us to the next portion of our show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Mixer.com. Come and join us every Friday live over at Mixer.com forward slash X1 Bros. I also stream every day, Monday through Friday. It's a good time. It's a good time. You want to hear a lot of dad time. jokes, go to this guy's this guy. uh, morning streams. <laughs> dad joke central, baby. Dad joke central. Uh, also, I just want to give a huge thank you to everybody who has been donating to us during the stream today for our 200th episode. Really appreciate the support, everybody. We have such an awesome community. It really is a community of positive gamers. We are incredibly grateful for all of your support and look forward to the next 200 episodes. With that, let's go to our questions. Yes. Yeah. These questions are... 
given to us by you, the listener, over on Facebook every Friday. First question comes from Jason Simpson. Jason says, so I bought Witcher 3 a while back. I want to play it, but I play for an hour and get overwhelmed. Do you have any suggestions for people who want to play a game in a genre they usually don't to enjoy them more? So let's start with Jordan. Yeah. Let's address his his specific game that he's struggling to get into, that he wants to get into. Witcher 3, what is your suggestion for... I, I can say I have had a similar frustration that him. I, yeah. I don't... It's not, not an hour for me. It's probably like three or four hours in, and I'm like, okay, I don't, I, the thought of going back is tedious, but I want to go back. You know what I mean? It's not... It's not that it's a bad game. It's just... Uh, it's, it's overwhelming. Lot, yeah. That's maybe a better way. So what? Are, what is some advice you have to... <coughs> To someone like Jason, um, you just got to power through it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, well, I mean, just well, see. You so there, powered, I mean, there's a on, lot. Hold on, hold on. There's a on. lot in the game, right? So what I would suggest is don't. I would focus on one quest line, right? Yeah. And then don't. I mean, I know it's hard. You can pick up other quests, and that's fine. But focus on one quest line, like make that be your goal. Because when I do side quests, whether it be in Witcher or or World of Warcraft or whatever, right? Um, you pick a quest and, and, and you do it right. Cause you're going to get distracted and you can pick up other quests along the way. That's fine. But do not start those until you finish one, right? You don't want to, you don't want to have like 10 quests halfway through, right? Cause then you're just never going to, it's going to be hard to keep up. You're going to forget what quest is what. So I would suggest whether it be main story or side quest, just pick a quest, go through it to its completion and then do another one. Right. Or, uh, stop and then do it the next day. Yeah. Cause, yeah. cause those quests are long. Yeah, I know they are. But as for, I mean, because he's he only does it an hour at a yeah. time. It looks like he does it at an hour at a time, which with that game is very hard to do because the game is so yeah. rich and heavy. It's like and it's I mean, like it's chocolate cake. It's hard. You get you get distracted. So you're, you're, you know, there's a huge chocolate cake in front of you. Mm-hmm. One piece tastes fantastic. Yeah. But if you eat a whole bunch of that cake, yeah, you're going to feel yeah. sick. Could make you sick. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard because you're going to get distracted and, you know, you're going to be like, oh, what's on that mountain and stuff like that. So like I said, I mean, you can pick up as many quests as you want, but don't start them. Just, you know, focus one quest line or focus one activity and then do that. And then when you're done with it, move on to the next one. That's how I did it. Right. And I just I focused the main quest all the way through. And then I went back and focused some certain side quests along the way. I think that's good advice because I think that's what gets me overwhelmed is I think there's so much that I have to do just in this town or just in Mm -hmm. this area that you have so many options that you're frozen. And the you know, thing is, you. is you can beat the game and still play it. I mean, it's not it's not one of those games where it's like you're done. It ends. You can never play again. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it ends and it has an ending. Right. But you can go back continue, and go back. Right. So that's. But uh, yeah. Well, and something with The Witcher. I mean, you there's got to be a point where you just power through it. Yeah. Because it's. So well, that's oh. great advice for The Witcher. Let's go to Mr. McSpicy for game genres that you want to get into that you struggle to get into. Or that maybe a game genre that you used to enjoy that you don't enjoy anymore. What is some advice you well, have to get back into the? I kind of want to. I kind of want to just mention about The Witcher. Sure. That's a game where if you think about completion, that's when it starts to get heavy and drive you crazy. True. I would suggest don't think about it in that context. Think about immersing yourself in this world. Think of it as a relaxation. Think of just enjoying the world that is The Witcher. And I, I it, the game changes itself. If if you're sitting there trying to just power through it and complete it, you'll look like Jordan did after three months of that game. His eyes were sunken in. It looked like he was listening to Radiohead <laughs> for several weeks. But I did beat it. 
Beat it. Got it yeah. done. Checked you, it off the list. That's that's one you don't want hanging on your shoulders. That's an man. accomplishment. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's true. That one weighs you, you don't want that that's one. That's a on monkey your back on your back. Yeah. You got to get off. I'm just saying, just enjoy the game. And this goes for all games. Uh, as soon, for example, Call of Duty. As soon as I stopped caring about my KD, as soon as I stopped caring about my stats, the game for me became far more enjoyable. Same with Overwatch. I stopped caring about the things that I used to care about and the game. And then I just see it as it is. It's a game. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be, you know, fun. And uh, so I I would say immerse it. That's actually a good example is Kingdom, Kingdom, Kingdom Come. Come Deliverance. Yeah. I just tried to immerse myself in the game. I didn't try to power through it. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to just get enriched by the world that is Kingdom Come. I think that's a nice way to say that enrich. It's, it's enriching. You know, you want to be enriched by the game and just experience it for what it is. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. idea of a backlog, I know we all have backlogs. I know we want to experience all games, but at the same time, dial it back and you'll notice it becomes far more enjoyable and less heavy. And, and I think that'll help you play the games that are so heavy, such yeah. as Witcher three or genres that you want to get into that you've not really been into in the past or yeah or just wanna. enjoy it for what it is it's a game and it should be fun and don't push yourself too hard yeah. just just re- it's for relaxation it's for fun yeah no absolutely great question jason aka innova thank you so much for the question rune trelvik writes in and he talks about Ubisoft's new education mm-hmm. mode. Mm-hmm. So their new education mode, Jordan, maybe you can maybe ahead, just summarize discover, it real quick. Uh, you basically just tore Egypt and they tell you how things are mummified. You, and yes, exactly. Stuff, yeah. It's literally an education mode <laughs> yeah. of Egypt. Anyways, uh, he wants to know what our thoughts are on Ubisoft censoring old statues, paintings, and whatnot, everything that may offend someone. He says, yes, we are talking about penises and so on. That might be in the statues. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed. So That <laughs> wasn't even the proper term, but I still have to laugh. <laughs> the, it's a rule. The How do we feel about this education mode in Ubisoft, uh, censoring, blurring them out? Do you like it? Not like it? Do you think there should be an alternative? Jordan, how about you? Um... <laughs> You can't be afraid of history. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it, it, it's there and it happened, right? We we learn about history so we don't repeat the same mistakes twice, sure. right? Well, well especially you know. in art. Like, but, those are like I mean, artistic statues. That was the time. You know, that's that's what they did. Artistic statues, paintings, mummification. I mean, that's kind of gruesome if you think about it. But that was their culture and that was what they did, right? So, I mean, if you really think about it, censoring one's culture isn't that kind of offensive. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I just it's hard to get into these cause everybody's got their different opinion. But in my opinion, you just, you can't be afraid of history, right? It, it happened. You I would learn say about it. You know, that's yeah. just, you, you, it's history, right? We learn it as far learn as, it, as know. far as the artistic side of things, I would say as long as there's an option to make it, not censored, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good alternative. Because, I mean, yeah. if you think for, like, elementary schools, right, of course you don't want, you know, your kids seeing <laughs> I can only imagine stuff, right? a rated M game yeah. for the fifth graders. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, oh I, mean I, 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 I see the point here. That's why my answer is kind of bland. Just yeah. can't be afraid of history because, you know, how else yeah. are you going to learn? Yeah. If you lie about history, then you don't learn anything. Just because yeah, I, I get it. This is a rated M game. But the the See, the the education mode is compl- it's it's not completely separate, but it is you know it's there's no blood or gore, yeah. and, you know what I mean? It, it's more travel the world the education and, and yeah, straight, learn about ancient Egypt. Let yeah, I would say let us choose yeah. whether or yeah, I not. Agree. I agree with whether that. or not. Yeah, give us freedom, Ubisoft. <laughs> I agree with that. Give per- us freedom personally. So for instance, I have a little I have a little girl. Personally, I would not censor that. 
for her uh, because I I think it it is historical. Mm-hmm. But I do like the option of having yeah. if you if you are someone that wants I, to censor I think, it, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I think that's a good. But yeah, give, give the power to to us. The power freedom to the people. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Great question though, Rune, and I'm really excited. Speaking of that education mode in video games, I'm really excited to see more games do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah. I mean, you think there's already games, uh, Medal of Medal of Honor, really was created yeah. to educate kids about World War II. They had cutscenes in between, so I'm I'm excited. It's not this isn't anything new, yeah. but I like that yeah. it's still it's good, being yeah. attempted and and good stuff. Kate Doherty writes in. And wants no. Hello, Kate. Hello, Kate. Please. This is she's coming at us from Scotland. Oh, all right, all right. Kate Doherty uh, says, "Please discuss tips for player unknown battlegrounds. I keep getting killed." Okay. Let's start. Can I start? Actually, yeah. Go for it. My tip in this is I tried to. So I played with Jono, who is fantastic at this game. Yeah. uh, Our brother Jono. (laughs) He is very aggressive. So when I started in, I would be very aggressive with him, and I would get killed. I have learned that sometimes for me, it's better for me to hide, and sometimes it is better for me to be aggressive. I'm good at this <laughs> what, game. What a good answer. Yeah. No, no. And I'll tell you when I'm aggressive. I'm aggressive when there's two people in a firefight. I go in and just yeah. kill them. When it's one-on-one, I hide and let them come to me. Yeah. Uh, just because I'm not I'm not so good with the guns. Like, J- Jono is excellent with those guns and super aggressive going in. That's not my play style. So that works for me. And I... And I you really feel pressured sometimes, I think, to be that aggressive type. At least I did when I was playing with, with someone that's really good at this game. Yeah. But to be good at this game, I mean, to take it to the next level, you have you probably have to be aggressive. Yeah. But to enjoy yeah. it, you really don't. You can you can sit back. You can be more tactical and strategic and patient about when you move in and when you don't, especially if you're not as good at shooting like like myself. Mr. McSpicy, how about you? Any tips Yeah. on I, player unknown? I would say I have two tips. Uh, if you're just starting out, okay, so let, it depends on what you're struggling with. If you're struggling with game knowledge, such as what weapons do what, which weapons are better, um, the way, you know, the backpack system, the armor system, just whatever it is. If you're struggling with that, when you get in the plane and they launch you out on the map, go as far away as you can. Because you'll stay alive and you'll learn the stuff. Yeah. So that way mm-hmm. you can get the gear and you can have time to look at it. Once you get past that initial stage, um, <laughs> you're going to have to learn the technical side of this game, which means combat. And so I would say do that at first. But if you never engage, you're never going to learn. Amen. So once you understand the guns, such as w- what they are, what they can do, what guns you like, what you prefer, your play style, then I would say get aggressive. You're never going. To, the good people are aggressive because Absolutely. they they know how to do what to do what in certain situations. They know where to go. And uh, aggressiveness gets you better and better at the technical side of things, uh, making your shots and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's I would say it's a it's a ramp up. Start low, go far away, survive enough to know what's going on, learn the map. Um, that'll get you alive long enough to understand. But then push, put the gas on and uh, and learn how to fight. Yeah. So I can I completely agree with that. Jordan, how about it's okay, you? It's okay to die in this game. It really is. Yeah. Well, there the are, point of it is to, there are 98 die. other people that die yeah. and one winner. Before we go to Jordan, Ronan in chat writes in and says, just get good. <laughs> 
tip of the day. Just get good. Jordan, how about you? Um, so I try to do a little mixture of both, right? Before sure. I go into a firefight, I think to myself, can I win this fight? Right, I kind of have that mentality because if they got, you know, if you because you can see in you know in battle royale like if they're wearing armor and stuff like that, if they got good stuff or not, right? So I don't know. I just try and think like, okay, before I go in, can I win this fight? If I feel that I can, I'll go in and be aggressive. If not, I'll kind of hold back and see what happens. So yeah, but but I have heard, you know, like I you know I think. Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's what I do. <laughs> that's all I got, yeah. Excellent question. Hopefully that helps, Kate. Let us know uh, if any of those tips help. Hopefully they do. If they don't, well, then just yell at us. <laughs> Next, Joe Folly writes in, a.k.a. Devout Canyon. Devout says, just found out this is your 200th episode. That's impressive. Impressive. I'd be interested in hearing of some of your ups, but also some of your struggles along the way, building up the podcast and community over the years. Let's start at the end of the table. Mr. McSpicy, just give us either uh, uh, something something that stands out to you over the last 200 episodes and then maybe one thing good and then maybe something that has been a struggle that people might not know about or. Oh, OK. A little behind a peek there's behind a the curtain, a peek the, behind the curtain. I mean, this there's a lot of hard work that goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think people, I don't know, it, it looks I, I, I like to hope that we give the impression that this is easy. Yeah. That's the goal. Uh, if it if it looks easy, then that means as far as my job, because I do a lot of I mean, I do a lot of the graphic stuff. I do a lot of the branding, but at the same time, I do a lot of the hardware stuff. And I'm telling you, my heart drops when like, what was it? La- was it last week? Oh, yeah. The computer dropped. The computer just gave up, gave up the ghost. Yeah. And when that happens 10 minutes before a show. And, and we're being featured. And we're featured. And so you can't, you can't delay. You yeah, have yeah, to go have on to go right on. at that time. The stress level is redonkulous. Um, there's there's a lot of work that goes into this. Uh, I mean, even just uh, sounding the way that we sound. Yeah. I, I hope that it sounds clear, crisp and clear. And I mean, I lay awake at night and I go, how can I make things better? Yeah. You know, um, there is a lot of work that goes into this. At the same time, the reward of creating what we've created. I mean, our community is superb. Yeah. I love the guys. I I'm, I'm generally a lurker in my own community chat on discord. <laughs> I, I pop in, I read everything, but I'll pop in and say things occasionally, but I just, I like to let you guys, the community just chat and get, and become friends with each other and enjoy each other's company and game it up together. And, um, I feel as though when I join, you know, chats and even in, on Mixer and on Twitch that that know me, it kind of takes away from other people a little bit. And I don't I don't because then it's like, oh, my gosh, ah, whatever. I, I, I don't like that. I like I just like you just like being a part of the community. Yeah. And <laughs> so what we've created with the community is just so awesome. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And on top of that, being able to just take a moment during the week, a moment, you know, several hours sure. during the week. <laughs> to just sit down with you guys and chat about video games is like the highlight of my week. Yeah. It's a good time. Amen. So two goods, one bad. It's a lot of hard work. It really is. And, and the goal is to make it not look like a a lot of hard work. (laughs) Hopefully we do that. And if we do, then I think we've done our job, right? (laughs) Jordan, how about you? What, what is something that stands out to you that you've enjoyed over 200 episodes and maybe Um, then a a little bit, share something that's a little bit, uh, that people might not know about. Okay. Behind the curtains. Um, 
So probably good things, right? Are I, I honestly the the community plays and the streams that we oh, do together. Community plays are so much fun because there's I mean the Halo one that we so had many was memories. awesome. But when we were playing Sea of Thieves, when it was us three and and who joined us, um, somewhat. Somewhat anonymous. That was so much fun when we sang the song and he jumped off <laughs> and he the plane. Oh, yeah, I mean, that was just the the streams and the community plays are just they're such a good time. Yeah, they're, it's it's a good time. So, um, <laughs> a bad thing. You remember like episode three <laughs> when we had to when we already started at oh, like eleven, man, yeah, and we had to restart like seven times. That's the hardware stuff. That's, that's the stuff that just. Oh, that was way back in our old set. And like at a certain point, because we had to repeat stuff over and over again. At a certain point, it, like it's just not exciting <laughs> I think, anymore. I think yeah. that episode, <laughs> like, that was, whatever it was, that episode, we, we had messed up so many times. Like five yeah. times. And it's like we started, I think, at one. No, yeah, it was already late because I was so on my like late. You listen yeah. to the show and we're like, hey. Hey, guys. Good to be here. Yeah. There's like big announcements uh, that we've already said like four times. Yeah, so you're not as excited anymore. And it's that just is, yeah, super so, cool. So what happened is we, for those of you who haven't listened to those early ones, we were over webcam. Yeah, at, we were Skyping together. So we were yeah. Skyping. I had a Pokemon poster. Skype would crash. The computers would crash. The recording would crash. Every time something would crash <laughs> and we'd have to start over. And it seriously took us like six hours to do a one hour stream yeah, because crazy. we had to redo it. We, I think we did redid it three times. Oh my god! And, we, felt and, more and, than and that. at one point, I think we were like forty minutes in and had to restart. Yeah, it was it was pretty. Well, and then I mean, there's like some of we have had so many hardware scares. So so one of our famous guests, one of our most most famous guests is uh, Larry Herb, yeah, yeah, Major, Major, Nelson. Major Nelson, that was on our show the week before that interview. <laughs> oh yeah, we were doing the podcast. We were forty minutes in, and then David's computer that was. Recording it Restart. ran Windows oh, updates and just shut down for like an hour. It was it was a good. We, me and Jordan were like, when when was the last time you updated? <laughs> Took like an hour. We had to sit there for an hour, and the stream went down and everything. And we were, I mean, those are the things that make us learn. When it was yeah. kind of like, can you imagine? Because now now like everyone everyone that's watching, I have this here now. This is a this is a backup recorder, just in case that happens again. Because when that when that happened, we didn't have any backups. We had no backup. Yeah. So, but it pulled, it did pull up on Adobe. Remember? Yes. Because Adobe is amazing. Adobe is Audition is yeah. amazing. It Audition. copied the, oh man, that was, but we sat there for 40 minutes and we were thinking, what if this happened during his interview? Yeah. 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 That is Scary. one of my, uh, one of my favorite uh, things about doing the podcast is we've had so many awesome experiences that we just wouldn't have had otherwise. I mean, being able to talk to major Nelson, having Gareth Coker on the show that was, yeah, was, uh, was another awesome experience. Getting to go to E3 this uh, next time, doing a meetup in Scotland with, with, with a bunch of people. It, it, those kinds of experiences are just experiences that let's say the podcast ends tomorrow. Those are life story ex- mm. type of experiences and just, really cool opportunities something a little bit behind the scenes about uh major the major nelson interview for those of you that have not seen the major nelson interview i believe it's episode i want to say it's 53 or 58 i think it's 58 go check out anyways the title of it is major nelson so <laughs> so just go look at that interview it's a good time i gotta also say we got to talk to him before and after the show i know he was he was he is such a guy, cool yeah. guy yeah, he talked to us for about an hour and a half total but here's a little peek behind the curtains to the major Nelson interview. We're, we're set up. We're ready to go. We're super nervous. It's our first interview. And it's, when with it's major, major Nelson it's with major Nelson, right? Yeah, yeah. I used to watch majors minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and we jump in to it. We're sitting there. We go up. He, he pops in. Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, nice to meet you. And he oh, yeah. says, just so you guys know, 
I have a meeting in 15 minutes, so I've got about 15 minutes to run, and we're we're like, okay, yeah, no problem. Yeah, you're a busy guy. We'll do this in 15 minutes, and we go through. The 15-minute mark comes, and I say, all right, Major Nelson, well, we'll let you go, and he goes, you know what, guys? My meeting just canceled. Take all the time you need. Yeah. And what? And looking back, what he was doing, he didn't know us from Adam. Yeah. He someone someone had recommended uh, our podcast to him or or something. So he didn't know. He we could have been weirdos. He that was it was the that's the such phone a call. smart move. It was yeah. the phone call, the blind date. You know, yeah. like oh, I gotta go. An emergency <laughs> happened. Maybe he uh, legitimately did have a meeting. And we I ended up we ended up spending the next hour with him, just talking to him. And he he was such a down to earth person. Really cool guy. Get really made us feel good. Gave us a compliment, and that's I think I think that's kind of a turning point when when we started taking the show to the next level. After mm-hmm. that, like really started relaxed a little bit more. Really yeah. started to try to improve every week uh, and go from there because because that was just such an awesome, awesome oh, yeah. experience and such a I mean he even he 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 is such a nice guy. Just really was, we yeah. were we were nobodies. I mean we were no but we were specs on his radar, and yeah. he's. Treated us so well, so I have to say he's just a cool guy. Yeah, he was really yeah, nice. really, really cool. Maybe guy. we'll get to see him at uh, E three. E three. Walk yes, by him. We will. We I'm gonna shoulders. give him a high five and yeah, a hug. Five. If hey. let me, and then he'll be like, "Ugh." And yeah. like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you okay? You guys are I'm like, I, I, I talked to you crazy. once. Yeah, and he said he'd come back on our show. We just have to, you know. He gave us his personal email. The whole shot. I mean, was that kind of down to earth salt of the earth type of guy really very nice really awesome we just haven't reached out to him because we don't know what we talked to him about now like hey man still kind of nervous what are you doing over the weekend how's life uh what yeah i watch you every week on this this week on xbox yeah hey i like i liked your outfit you had there last week that was a good one you know (laughs) you have pretty hair (laughs) well have you have you heard um I think because I listen to his podcast, uh, he he does it. He does his own podcast, right? Radio. I think he told this story on his podcast, but um, Phil Spencer was on, and they were. Oh no, Phil Spencer told the story. He was on the podcast, and uh, Phil Spencer, you know, the head of Xbox, right? Yeah, yeah. The big, the big cheese, right? Uh, He was talking to someone or something like that, and he he mentioned that he worked for Microsoft, and the fan or whoever was like, "Oh, do you get to work with Major Nelson?" And it's Phil Spencer. Yeah, it's Phil Spencer, right? That was, I think it was like two or three uh, podcasts ago on Major Nelson, but he told that story. I just thought that was funny. Just goes to show you how, you know, everybody knows Major Nelson. He really is. Yeah, but then even, for instance, like our interview today, getting to meet the gamers, the gamers, they're going to be movers and shakers in the industry, in my opinion. Uh, Getting to talk to people like that, getting to talk to someone Mm -hmm. like Delta's Gaming, just getting to meet and network with really creative, talented people has been something that's awesome. Uh, A struggle uh, is time. It, it is time consuming. A lot of people think that you just come and you sit down on Friday and talk about games for three hours. You're working for hours every single day on the show, on the podcast, on the community, trying to figure out new ways to engage with people, stuff like that. So it's it's time like time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People don't realize the time that it takes to create a quality podcast. Yeah. But it's worth it. Yeah. Especially Anyways. with the people. With, I mean, with our positive gaming, you know, an uh, image, I yeah. guess it it attracts the people that I would hang out with mm-hmm. IRL. You know what I mean? Oh, it's, yeah. it's just it's just uh, the people in our community are so cool. Such a such yeah. such a good time. Great question, Devout. Thank you so much for writing that in. Last but not least, Ken Corey writes in and says, I'm getting a foot of snow here. He says, I still went to work, but I wanted to stay home. But that got him thinking what is your go-to game or game genre when you have a quote-unquote snow day? 
Jordan, let's start with you. You're not able to go outside. You're stuck inside for the day. What is your go-to genre uh, or right. game? Well, right now it's uh, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it just know, depends on what week it is. Uh, yeah, it really changes. But right now, like if it were to snow tomorrow, which, you know, it's supposed to. But In air uh, quotations. For those yeah, of you, yeah. this is radio. This yeah, is air quotations. Our air quotations he put up there. <laughs> well, I just like... It's because, like, I prepare for the snow because, like, they're our weathermen. I mean, no, they're they're really good, right? They, they do their job great. But, like, they're building up this, like, it's like a scary movie. They're like, dude, it's coming. It's coming. Well, tomorrow. that happened today. And you're like, oh. They're like, oh, yesterday, they're like, snowpocalypse. There's going to be 12 yeah, inches. Yeah, you're like, and so you're just prepared. Then you get up and the sun's out and you're like, uh. And birds are singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, and all right. the snow's melted because it was so <laughs> warm. I mean, but, <laughs> you, but you don't care because you're happy because there's no, not in a bunch of snow. But anyway, um, so, like, if you're to snow, hardcore tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, right after our fours of play, I jump right on to uh, Fortnite. So Fortnite. Mr. Yeah. McSpicy, how about you? Aren't weathermen just guessing? They Anyways? really are. It really, it's, it's an educated guess. It's an educated guess. Based I mean, there's on, a lot of schooling and a lot on, of science that goes into based it. Based on right? satellite images. It's yeah. an exact science that takes a lot of Hot guessing. air, cold air when they meet. <laughs> it's they an exact things. science of guessing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, with, I'm with Jordan. I mean, it's whatever. I, okay. I would say I actually, on a, let's pretend it's a snow day. And free day. You it's get a just, free day. It's dumped, and I can't go anywhere. All the businesses are closed. Snow's up to your door. It's just. Yeah. I would say because there are times when I want to sit on my PC and just game. Yeah. But there's just something aggressive about the PC because you're not as comfortable. You're, you're on your mouse keyboard. It's your you're, mission. It's your it's mission tense. station. You're you're just ready to just Ugh. station control. But on a snow day, it's a day off. Sit I'm back wearing, with your feet up. I'm wearing my my special socks that are a lot oh, more yeah. fuzzy. I like those. Yeah, you know, Got I'm the wearing grips on the bottom. Yeah, and I'm I'm wearing my uh, Cookie Monster uh, pants that have the really big front opening, so you can pee real easy. <laughs> you know what I, you know yeah. what I mean? It's real comfortable. I'm not. No one's coming to see me. You know, I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose to play on my Xbox. Mm. So I would say on a that's I would choose an Xbox next to a fire. With a good hot chocolate. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and some, I don't know, maybe some cheese and crackers. Okay. Well, nice. you're like Very with nice. some classical music playing in the background. Absolutely. Yeah, like, like this I is see. my day off. I'm going to relax doing. and then I'm going to play probably Hearthstone. Wait, that's on the PC. <laughs> okay. I do Overwatch, like Hearthstone. perhaps? No, because that's too, that's too aggressive. Okay. I would say Fortnite, but I would also. Maybe the Save the campaign. World mode. <laughs> you know, <laughs> a campaign, because I'm not, I don't want to get aggressive. Yeah, at you, this point, you want to relax. I want. I don't want to compete with others. I play Minecraft. <laughs> Let me tell hey, you, there yeah, is not a more relaxing game yeah. than Minecraft. Even I, the music is back, And I actually have the music turned off. So, oh yeah. But <laughs> Minecraft is the game that I would go to on snow day or a racing game. I think racing games are super low key, one race at a time. It's not like where do I put this next attribute on my character. What mission do I have next that's going to make this character yeah. have more strong magic and a better defense buff? I don't know. Ah, uh, racing or Minecraft? That's where I'll. That's where I put my. Tokens. Well, racing's a good one when you're not online because you're you're focusing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that one. I don't know, just something just that yeah. doesn't that doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> just relax, kick it up. Anyways, 200 episodes. That does us for the day. A huge thank you to the gamers. Go check them out over at youtube.com forward slash gaming. Great bunch of guys. High quality content. 
Don't forget, guys. PGTV. That's right. Twenty-four <laughs> hour. PGTV. Twenty-four so- hour game stream. This is just the beginning. It's in its infancy right now. It's game trailers. It's three thousand game trailers and adding every week to that. Celebrating. Our love for gaming, the joy that is gaming. Go follow our channel, mixer.com forward slash positive gaming or twitch.tv forward slash positive gaming TV. You can check us out there. It's a good time. Mr. McSpicy, what will you be up to and where can people find you? Fortnite, for sure. I love that game. I, I want to get John Wick. That's my whole goal. Oh, yeah. So I want that skin. So I'm going to, I have 60 days to do it. I got to put in the time. Uh, and uh, you'll, you can find me on Twitter at Mr. McSpicy. My gamer tag on Xbox Live is Mr. McSpicy. M-C-S-P-I-C-E-Y. Spicy. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Jordan, how about you? Uh, you Jord- go to where can find you? Jordan the Man XOB everywhere on yep. anything you can find and uh, probably Fortnite. Boom, baby. I'll, play, I'll be playing with you. Yeah. I am uh, X1 Bros everywhere. I will be playing some Monster Hunter. I will be playing uh, some Minecraft as per usual. And I'll probably jump into something else. Go over. Don't forget, guys, we have an Instagram. Instagram X1 Bros. Just search for it. We have daily positive gaming quotes. I think you'll like it. It's a good time. We're pushing for positive gaming there. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us this week. We have an awesome... This community is awesome. This podcast is a ton of fun. We couldn't do it without you guys. 200 episodes. Let's go to 201.